listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Check me right. out, y'all. Right. Nasty knives in your area. About to cause mass hysteria. Before blunt, I take out my fronts. Then I start the front. Matter of fact, I'll be on a manhunt. You couldn't catch me in the streets without a ton of reefer. That's like Malcolm X catching a jungle fever. King poetic, too much flavor. I'm major. Atlanta ain't braver. I pull a number like a pager. Cause I'm an ace when I face the base. 40 side is the place that is giving me grace. Now wait, another dose say you might be dead. And I'm a Nike head. I wear chains that excite the feds. And ain't a damn thing gonna change. I'm a performer strange. Show the mic one. I was born the game. Now, why did you do it? You know you got the mad fat fluid when you rhyme. It's halftime. But I was too scared to grab the mics in the parks and kick my little raps Cause I thought niggas wouldn't understand And now in every jam I'm a fucking man I rap in front of more niggas than in the slave ship I used to watch chips, now I love plot clips I got to have it, I miss Mr. Magic Versatile, my style switches like a faggot But not bisexual, I'm an intellectual A rap, I'm a professional, and that's no question, yo These are the lyrics of the man you can't never understand If I got to bring it to your cowards, then it's gonna be quick are you never, are your mans up in jail before? Suck my dick. And all the mother cats you run with, get done with, dumb quick. How the fuck you gonna cross the dog with some bullshit? Alright? They go to gun click, 9-1 shit. <laughs> all over this dumb shit. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> no, you gotta bark after that, sir. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Aaron. And we're in the house for a feedback show on Saturday morning. Yes, we if are. If you're listening to this show, you should already know how to do all this shit. Um, and we're kind of rushed for time, so I'm going to go over it quickly. Blackouttips.com. Everything is there. Donate. Subscribe. Join our Facebook page. Um, leave comments and vote in the polls all at one spot. Five-star reviews. You leave those on iTunes, and we will read them, regardless of what you have to say about us, good or bad, okay? So if you have some shit you've been wanting to say about us, get it off your chest, player. But leave me five stars on iTunes, and then I'll read it. So make sure y'all do that, guys, if you 
really want to support the show or if you don't want to support the show whatever the fuck just make sure you do that um also the email address the blackout tips at gmail.com and the phone number is 704-557-0186 leave us a voicemail throughout the week we try to take live calls uh on uh, the feedback shows um i'm not sure how long we'll be able to take calls today because i have to be on another show at one o'clock uh for the insanity check podcast i have to uh, do some uh, bonus podcasting for people that like to see us do guest appearances um so yeah we got to wrap this up by one um so hopefully we won't have a 12 hour free uh feedback show today (laughs) (laughs) um and you can also find us on states uh stitcher and podomatic um you can uh always uh follow us on twitter i'm at rodimus prime i'm say that again that is in d-a-t and the official Weapon for the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is volleyball. And the feedback show is a show we do every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. ish on uh, Eastern Standard Time. And we basically are just trying to give a uh, love back to the fans who showed us love yes, throughout sir. the week by leaving reviews, emails, donating money, um, and commenting on the polls and commenting on the page. Um, of course, we ask that all emails, uh, our voicemails be three minutes or less. Uh, so we may be skipping some voicemails today because, like I said, we are pressed for time. Or we may have to like shorten up the call section of the show, but um, and I apologize in advance for that. But uh, let's go ahead and get into the show and uh, stop wasting people's time. Um, Karen, what would you like to do first? Uh, talk about who gave us some money? You know it, sir. Of course you would, and I would too. Sharif Jackson, I am for real. He uh gave us a recurring donation. We will see you next month, Sharif. Yes, sir. And everybody, we were on his podcast. Make sure you go check us out, man. Yes, Operation Cubicle. That's right. We were operating in them cubicles, dog. Yes, sir. Find out about the time that I got sexually harassed at work by a man. Hmm? <laughs> Would you like to know how that went down? I was only 16, and she was 25. Oh, Lord. I was walking to school. I wish you caught my eye. No. Charlie no. looking good. Man, we we had a lot of songs about uh, illegal shit when we was kids. Yes, sir. That song in that backstage, underage, adolescent. How How you doing? doing? Fine. She replied, I I, sighed. I like to do the wild wild thing. Yeah, something. Action took place. Hey, sir, that's a felony. Yes, it is. (laughs) Sit right here, sir. Sir, I believe that's. I believe that's that fifteen to get you twenty. So uh, that's hell. Yeah, fifteen minutes and fifteen years old will will get you thirty. We'd like to talk to you, Mister Bivens. Please have a seat. Yes. Um. Of course, uh, we got a recurring donation from Paul Andre Joseph. Holla at us. We appreciate it, dog. Thank you very much. Um, we'll see you next month. Yes, sir. Um, Chandra Gaines wrote in and she said, sorry, it's been a while since I donated, but I religiously enjoy this podcast. Well, you know what? A lot of people religiously enjoy it and don't give a shit. So thank you, Chandra. Yes, thank you. You know, a lot of people ain't putting in on this. So we appreciate you donating. Nick the Jew with a recurring donation. Thank she hit us you. up. We'll see you next month, Nick the Jew. And of course, the illustrious Profess LCH. Yes, Linda Charlemagne Harris in the building again. That's her name. With the recurring donation. Well, not recurring, but with a donation. But as much as she donates, it might as well be recurring. I know. It's it's all the time. She's always here. Thank you, sweetie. My man, Corey. uh, Corey Alert. He said, uh, recurring donation. What's up? And I said, thank you, Corey. Yes, sir. You are alert every every month. (laughs) Yes, you are. Thank you. I'm alerted that you are sending us some money, and I appreciate that. We do. Antoine... Two gun span is what I like to call them. <laughs> Two guns. Ant- Antoine, we are free span. 
<laughs> yeah, and he um, you know, yeah, give us free is his nickname, and uh, he actually uh, you know, has been doing the show and stuff again. So his podcast is back. Make sure you check out the spam report, and uh, he hit us up with a recurring donation, man. I, I thank you for that, sir. You know, we do. A lot of people listen to it. They don't have the money or the time or the means to donate. So I appreciate the people that find a way, man. That's we that's do. always awesome, all the time. All right, man. So. What else? What do you want to do first, Karen? We have any uh, five star iTunes reviews? Well, let me check. Well, why? Yes, indeed, we do. Okay, we have some uh, five star uh, iTunes reviews. Um, uh, I believe if all you have to do is well, tell them how to leave a five star review, Karen. You leave a five star review by going to iTunes dot com and registering your account. If you already have an account, you usually log in and type in the black guy who tips. And then on the corner, you see these five stars. You can either write a review or just leave five stars. But please write a review with your five stars. I don't care if you say, hey, Rod and Karen, just leave us a review. And if you already have any Apple devices, you already have iTunes on that shit. So just go to it and leave us a review. Thank you. Now. Ratchetness is the title of this five-star review, and it's from Rico the Boy Wonder. He says, I started listening in the beginning of May after hearing Rod on the Evening Jones and have enjoyed every episode since in the early ones I've listened to. Keep up the good work. Five stars. Thank you. Thank you, Ratchetness, uh, Rico the Boy Wonder, for that ratchetness. <laughs> yes. Colin Means right saying, Rod and Karen, keep it rocking. All right. That's right. Colin is a white dude. Five, if you couldn't tell by the use of rocking. Yes, thank you. Five stars. Best chemistry and interaction. Best of all, they keep it interesting. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. We try our best to. Yes. Uh, five star rating is the name of this one. And it's a five star rating, ironically. I like that. From Morris Mann. And he says, I love this podcast. Rod and Karen are great. The show is almost as good as a Tyler Perry movie. In fact, the only thing that would make a Tyler Perry movie better would be if Rod was cast as Medea's sister. Rod. Oh, Lord. Rod, make that happen. No problem, Morris, man. <laughs> Let me just check the temperature of hell real quick. Oh, still not freezing. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> put that. Put a pin in that. Uh, True is the title of this five-star email and it's a uh, uh, review. And it's from Keychains, a.k.a. Keeling. And uh, I know Keelan from the uh, YMCA. He's a little kid that should not be listening to this. But Uh I am not his parent, so fuck it. (laughs) Uh, He says, never heard of a podcast till Rod said something about it. The Blackout Tips is hilarious and full of surprises. I suggest everyone listen to one and you'll be hooked. Thank you, Keelan. Thank you, sweetie. And only Keelan knows what this means. I don't know if he watches the video, but this is our sign. Yeah. Y'all, that was a special moment. Uh, Interesting. (laughs) Interesting, uh, said by Little Stormy, says this uh, review, five stars. Hey, you know, I, no one likes, uh, for the record, no one likes being called interesting. Like, when you when you get reviewing something, like, interesting. Like, how was the movie? It was interesting. It piqued my interest. Yeah. How, how did your date go? Interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be good or bad. Right. I don't know where this, I don't know where it's going. <laughs> me either, sir. I feel like there's going to be some sarcasm thrown in here. Maybe some <laughs> shots. I don't know. Let's, let's see what this ride but, takes uh, us. That's just a, for the record, for people, if, in case you don't know, interesting is not good. Like, that's what you say when you date someone that's ugly, you know? Like, ah! I went out on a date with that, with that new chick. Yeah, man. How was it? She was interesting. Very, very interesting. <laughs> yes. That, I don't know how to respond. Facially interesting, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, iTunes suggested this podcast as I subscribed to Nerdgasm Noir podcast. iTunes said they were similar. 
<laughs> that's, not sure if that's true. No, not true at all. That's what she said. But we have found ourselves laughing out loud on more than one occasion. My husband enjoys your show immensely and thanks and thanks both Rod and Karen spelling. Uh, she spelled it with a Y, but it's a E. Don't worry about it. Uh, work well together and would definitely invite you to a barbecue to hang out. Well, what time, my nigga? I'll I be know there. it's so. Um, you know, we down south. We bring some pool, some butt pork. Pool. It's <laughs> pork. I've been taking all butt. week. Pork my butt. bad. Pork butt. <laughs> so I guess thank you, Nergasm Noir, for leading me to the Blackout Tips. Looking forward to the next episode. P.S. My husband said, where do they sell my the mine Wi-Fi device? I need one of those. I know, man. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Up top. Yes, sir. Of course. Oh, so yeah, that's all the five star reviews, but we got a lot of them this week, man. So yeah, thank you guys. We thank you. I know, uh, you know, it takes a lot for people to um to do that, man. Um, so I don't know, man. Yeah, we thank you and and continue dropping them, y'all. We thank yeah. you for every continue, single one of them. Yeah, continue leaving those five star reviews, man. It tells people on iTunes that they're about to listen to a quality product and that somebody vouched for it because they thought it was good. And it's that kind of stuff that's going to always keep people uh, intrigued, man. It's what's going to get us in those suggestion boxes to tell people like, hey, go check out this show. Apparently, these people know what they're doing. Uh, 200 and something people have not only liked them, but felt compelled to write something about them and leave them a glowing review. Um and, you know, that's the least you can do. Even if you want to yes, hate sir. on the show. Even if you have something bad to say, that's the least you can do, in my opinion. Um, all right, man. Oh, someone said they left a Canada review. Let me um switch over to Canada, Canada. real quick. Um, cool. But uh, give me give me one second on that, man. But, yeah, thank you guys for that do leave the reviews. Because, um, you know, there's a lot of shows that ask for reviews and stuff. There's a lot of shows that um, are bigger than us that don't have as many reviews. And uh, I attribute that to a connection with our audience that a lot of people don't have mm-hmm. uh, in their market or in their podcast. You know, we do a lot of stuff specifically for the fans. Uh, even when we're spreading ourselves thin, I feel like um, people are very supportive and appreciative of the effort. Yeah. Uh, like we did this week. I mean, how many podcasts do we do this week? We do what, four, six, seven, four, like we, yeah, all us. Yeah. I, we were basically on a podcast every day of the week this week. So. Yes, sir. All right. And then the five-star review from Canada said, Karen and Rod rule five stars by Domitian. Domitian. <laughs> that sounds like a vocabulacious word. Like, I don't even know if that's a real word, but that sounds like mm-hmm. something Michael Eric Dyson would say to you and you wouldn't, you wouldn't challenge it. <laughs> I know. Like, you just she be like, like okay, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna Google that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like, see, brother, your problem is, <laughs> like, in the words of the late great guru, lemonade was a popular drink and it still is. <laughs> I get some more props than Bruce will is you tripping about this domission of the white supremacy? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, oh, yes, sir. Um, okay, okay, my okay. Eric Dyson. Yes, that sounds, uh, 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 interesting. That sounds like, uh, <laughs> something that made that, a good point. That's the, that's the good place you use interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Tupac said, I get around when I'm in your town, see? And the town is ah! the Republican and the Republicans trying to block this administration from any sort of progress. I'm like, okay, that sounds about right. That's that is a Tupac lyric and something that Obama would say. So, yes, um, this podcast features insightful and hilarious talk about everything from politics to sports, and invented the now world famous game Guess the Race. We didn't, we didn't we didn't invent the game. Everyone plays that game. <laughs> 
all the and time. You've been playing that game since you were five. And you just didn't know it. When you were looking at the news and going, oh, that sounds like one of us. Nah, don't yep. let, please don't be one of us. Oh, cool. It was a Mexican. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> the love between the hosts wafts through every moment of the show like the pungent aroma of a ripe blue cheese slowly melting in the sun. Well, this man is clearly white. <laughs> this person is clearly white. The, I love that description, though. The weekly listener feedback episode is by far the highlight of the week, as the regular callers are so incredibly, unbelievably hilarious, intelligent, brilliant, and awesome. The show is awesome and addictive as hell. Thank you very much, Domitian. And uh, that's also cool because um, I've, I, we've been saying this for a long time. The feedback show is like the lower downloaded show of all the shows. It should be the highest. Yeah. It's the recap of everything that was basically said. said all week. And it's everyone's opinions and uh, chill and Toya and, and all these like hilarious people and yes. Profess LCH. Like, I don't know why people wouldn't. This shit should be the highest downloaded show every week. Like, I missed the show, but I picked up that feedback and, and I know I that. I got a uh, recap. Yeah, now I know who that fire girl is and I know this, I know that. Anyway, uh, we got to hurry up. So let's get to the next thing. What do you want to do next, Karen? Voicemails. Let's take it to the voicemails, people. Um, question number oh, seven. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we go to the voicemails, mm-hmm. I wanted to uh, leave, uh, read some comments that I got directly on Facebook. Oh, you you want to do that now? Let's do. Can we do that when we do the comments on the show? Okay, we can do that. My yeah, bad. Yeah, let's do that when we get to the actual show. I um, didn't know. I didn't know where to plug it in. My bad. It's alright. We, we, I got you, baby. I know what you want to do. Here we Thank go. Thank you. Voicemails. This one's from Gabby. Hey, Ryan and Karen. It's me, Gabby. Hey, Gabby. Um, How you doing, girl? Uh, I had to call in the parade and finish listening to the feedback show because it was so hilarious. I was rolling listening to Owen from Canada. Um, first of all. True, Canada may be America's head B-I-T-C-H, but Canada still rocks. I, I, I gotta say, I've been there, I loved it. If I could move there, I probably would. Um, Canada rocks. And in Canada, in a lot of different areas where different parts of Canada, you just get treated as a person or as a person of color, you get treated a lot better than you do in various parts of the state. Um, I've been there. I have uh, a lot of friends uh, who've been there, and they're like, one of the reasons I went there is because a friend had a good experience with just feeling so completely different than how America treats us. So, um, so yeah, Canada ain't all bad. I, I don't know about the, the parts that was Saskatchewan or the parts that are very, very cold. Uh, I can't. I, I don't know if I can do that. But um, the other parts, Toronto, Vancouver, they rock. Um, so uh, I like what Owen said about the vagina story. Uh, can he be like the official Canadian of the show or the official vagina source of the show? Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just had me like rolling. I didn't hear the the part about the vagina necklaces that that Chill said, so I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that, and I'm gonna have to listen to whatever happened on the girls episode because obviously some ish went down that was pretty big. Uh, so I have to go catch up now. Uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm less than two minutes. Okay. Bye. Bye. Please. And Gabby, it is cold everywhere in Canada. I like how Gabby, Gabby starts on one point. You don't know where she's going. Nope. She's like, I, I just want to buckle up and go for the ride. Right. I love Gabby. She's like, I just want to call and talk about uh, what you were saying about chicken. That was hilarious. And, um, you know, I went to Canada one time and, you know, it's cold up there. And, you know, the median temperature is uh, 35 degrees. Well, you know, actually, they go by Celsius. Mm-hmm. So it's actually 10 degrees Celsius. I'll be like, okay, Gabby, whatever. Um, that's cool. I also like that Soul to Soul song. I'm like, okay. 
right. Now, love me some Gabby. Gabby. Um, she's calling in. Uh, I had to call in the brave and finish listening to the feedback show because it was so is this hilarious. The same? I was just rolling listening to Did Owen. you play the same thing? No, it's, for some reason, it's not playing. All right. Okay. Skype's failing me again. Give me one second. Just got to turn. Skype does this once in a while now. Um, let me just close it and open it back up. Yeah, Skype has a mind of his own that Skype. time. Skype's been like, you know what? Fuck that. I've been on all day. Yeah, Skype quits like a, a black person at Wendy's and shit. <laughs> My shift is over. Fuck y'all niggas. Yeah, Skype just be like, hey man, I gotta go, dog. Um, you're like, but you on the schedule till 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that, man. I told y'all my baby mama was coming in town and yeah, she was tripping. Yeah, I told y'all my family reunion was coming and I got to be yeah. there. I'm the cook. If I ain't there, they ain't eating. <laughs> like, but you the cook here too. You didn't even put in for this vacation. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, it, it don't even matter. I'm out. Yeah. I see y'all tomorrow. What about the voicemails? Yeah, man. Somebody else will get them. You know, use another program to get the voicemails up and running, dog. <laughs> this is, I really don't see why it's my responsibility. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. Damn you, Skype. <laughs> <laughs> Every week with this shit. And then, uh, you know, the worst part about Skype isn't that. It's, it's the upgrades. It's scary-ass upgrades. Cause, uh, every, every time- it's like every 10 minutes. There's an upgrade for Skype. Is it going to still work? Who knows? <laughs> yes. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> Skype don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> hey, Skype, uh, what's the new upgrade going to do? <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just upgrading. All I know is nothing will ever be the same again. <laughs> <laughs> Once you hit this button. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. Um, I think, I think this is. Hey, Rod and Karen. It's me, Gabby. Um, in. Uh, I had to call him the brave and finish listening to the feedback. Oh, no. That's not it. <laughs> what the fuck? What about this one? Let's hey, Roddy Karen. There we go. Uh, Greater World Peace. Um, I wanted to know, I watched the show uh, Girls. I watched all nine episodes in a row. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I had a lot of time, apparently. Uh, I wasn't sure if what the, this ninth episode was a season finale or not, but other than that, I really like this show. Mm-hmm. I really do like it. It's hard um, to hate. It's hard I to hate. I think the thing about like not enough, not a, being enough minorities on the show is, I think it's overblown a little bit. Um, I saw a lots of black and brown people sprinkled in there. I mean, I mean, I'm not from Brooklyn, but um, if it hadn't been like. Uh, pointed out, I mean, if people weren't, like, talking about it like that, I probably really wouldn't have noticed it or, or really cared. Mm. You know, um, fortunately, I was able to keep that in the back of my mind as, as, like, keep that from, keep from thinking about it too much as I was watching it. But other than that, it, I like the show. It's uh, a lot of dark humor, which is kind of uh, the kind of comedies I like to watch and everything. So um, I thought it would, might not appeal to me because it's about... Um, four main characters are all are all female but other than that yeah that didn't really uh affect me too much but uh i do like the show um and uh i think for people who think there there are too many white people on the screen it's supposed to be brooklyn i mean why don't y'all apply to be extras and stuff uh if you are black or brown or anything you know Go um, apply to be an extra, and then you can, you know, see yourself on TV, and then, you know, you'll see that uh, there are black people in Brooklyn. I mean, you have to kind of go out there and prove it yourself. I mean, I'm not sure about the process in New York, but, you know, if it was Atlanta to know, you know, I understand the process. I don't know about New York, but Hmm. I think people should go out there and, and, you know, put yourself out there if you're black or or Latino or anything to go um, 
be an extra on the show or audition or whatever. You know, um, other than that, I think that whole thing's overblown. But anything other than that, um, I know y'all talked about it for like four or five or 12 episodes in a row. <laughs> but uh, I do like the show, and um, I hope it comes back. I'm looking forward to seeing more of it and everything. So uh, that's all I have to say. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Peace. Excellent points, my good man. Can't disagree with any of those. Um, although I would say that uh, I think it's a legit complaint that there's no black people in Brooklyn in that fucking show. But uh, yeah, they may be sprinkled in and about here and there, but it's, mm, I don't know, dog. <laughs> All right, next voicemail. This is Mr. No Good of MrNoGood.com. Um, I don't need any feedback on the show, but um, I was just going to see, I went across your podcast. Um, I ran a podcast maybe around 2007, 2008, but I'm just now getting it back up. So I'd like to know if you'd want to do a link trade or anything like that. Oh, I got I don't um, even know this for feedback. I view through the Stan report. And um, so if you'd like to give me a call, my number is 330 Oh, oh, no, 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 don't give out a number. Hold up, hold up. Whoa. Oh. Oh, that was not for feedback. Uh, he was just like straight up like yeah man uh my social security number is uh five one seven two nine five oh wait a minute what are we doing um but uh for you know some interesting point he brings up um it's it's not that uh i'm against uh cross promotion and stuff we actually do a lot of that here yes we do but i would like to listen to your show first um yes because certain shit that i can and can't co-sign and i also don't like promoting shit i don't listen to or fuck with or things i don't i wouldn't mess with so let me check the show out and uh we'll see mr no good i mean if i listen to the mr no good show and it's just mr no good being like first of all black women are all bitches that's no my point number one <laughs> episode two i'm not being on i'm sorry <laughs> episode two faggots and why they shouldn't get married I, no I, I don't want to swap that link sir i would like to uh keep my links away from your links as far as possible so let me check it out man and see what's going on and uh that we'll work out something all right next voicemail what this good, Ron and Karen. boy a dub man just want to call a uh, dub in the house that show this week um i'm actually still behind a little bit on the shows um, I'm on, uh, I'm on Thursday show of last week, actually, actually last week, see that show. But, um, anyway, man, I just wanted to call, uh, cause, uh, I, uh, I started watching, I never really got into Friday Night Lights when it was on NBC, but I started watching it on Netflix just for something to do, um, you know, based on just one, some of the things that, you know, you said about the show before. And I'm on the second season, and these cats are, far-fetched as hell with this storyline. I mean, you could tell they weren't exactly sure they were going to get picked up the second season. And, <laughs> I mean, the story about a coach taking a college job and then quitting two games in to go coach high school again, that never happened. A high school kid is not just going to disappear for a week and a half for his homeboy to go to Mexico. Uh, but, but anyway, um, I say all that to say this. They, uh, that episode, when they, when they go to Mexico for the back surgery, uh, reminds me of a story. Um, I have this friend, this white dude, man. He's like ultra conservative, like blows my mind how conservative it is. Cause in college, the kid was wild, would do anything and everything under the sun, but is very conservative and have typical conservative, uh, points of views on immigration and, you know, Obama, anything, bro. So it's just real funny, but 
the guy called him one day just randomly to hang out um, and just to see what was going on, you know, see how he was doing. I was, you know, I was like, what's up, man? Uh, he answered the phone. I was like, oh, nothing, dude. I'm down here in war in, uh, in El Paso. It's like, El Paso? What the hell are you doing in Texas? He was like, man, I'm about to go to Juarez, Mexico to get this lap man surgery. I said, you about to do what? Now, mind you, like I said, this is a dude that is so anti-immigration and, I mean, just anything possible. But because it was cheaper to go get the surgery in Mexico, it's okay. Mm. I, I always thought that was funny, bro. But anyway, man, just wanted to share that with y'all, my random thought. Also, uh, by the time y'all hear this Saturday, the best athlete in the world, best basketball player in the world today, will be hoisting this, will have hoisted his first trophy, hopefully. Yes, sir. Um, and, uh, you know, I know that's going to upset Toya and it's going to make Chill quite happy. But, you know, I, I really want to see, um, just get your opinions, try to keep the sports tie in. I know, you know, we don't do a whole lot of sports on this show, but. Just really wanted to see, you know, if you think that him winning is going to help him. And I mean, obviously, we'll see how the media handles it between now and the time, you know, you answer this. But really just wanted to see uh, if you think it's going to help change the narrative or next year people are still going to be nitpicking on everything the brother does. So, man, y'all boys, y'all, y'all keep it up, man. And keep, I'm going to keep listening and y'all take care. Uh, first of all, I, f- I almost forgot, dog. It's officially the oh, summer of yeah. Braun. Summer, summer, summer time. Actually, for Braun. Yeah, dog. Summer of Brian. We he yes. got that ring. And niggas was mad. I got yes. unfollowed by fifty people this week. Yes, summer, summertime. Why some, don't you sit back and cry? Some, some dude was so mad. He was all up in my mentions and I wouldn't even respond to him. He was what a it's the refs that that need some credit for winning the series. Nigga, you mad? How does it feel? How does it feel? Oh, who cares about the city of Cleveland now? When's the last time you heard about that? He gonna be dancing on them. When the last time you heard somebody talk about the city of Cleveland? Nope, I don't want to hear it. Did nobody say nothing about? Did nobody take away Dwayne Wade's Teflon ring after he won with all them refs helping? I know with fifteen hundred fouls he he did doing game seven. They was still blaming Bron and and Wade was out there tanking and trying to damn point shave. Out there turning the ball over with thirty yes, seconds he left, was. making it making eight point games into three point games with like one possession. Nope, I don't want to hear it. Nope, Finals MVP, bitch. How does it feel? Mm. The decision was made and the decision was right. Fuck that city. Get rings, bitch. Took less money to get rings. How does it feel? Hmm. What are they playing in Cleveland right now? Not this. Can he party with the Mavs now? Can he hit live and party with the Mavs now? Is that okay? America, check out how Bron is living. 
for the city. Yes. And he didn't even have to leave his city. Shit, he just went outside and had a body. Yeah, they hate to see a nigga shining. They hate it. Yes. Fuck that. My nigga is shining. Good. Fuck and you that. mad. This gonna be our theme song all summer long. The summer of Brian. Anytime y'all bring up Brian, we going right back to this shit. Yes, I don't want to hear that shit, dog. Nope. Because if Kevin Durant would have run one, y'all would have been all on his nutsack. But it wasn't his time, man. It wasn't his time. That's all good. But it is time for the summer of Braun. And that's all, dog. Anyway, let's uh, let's get back to you. <laughs> Voicemails. I know I'm supposed to be trying to keep this show short. I got, got carried away. Hey, what's up, Ryder Karen? It's your boy, A-Dub. Tired as shit. Had to get up early as hell as usual to go to work. But I had to stay up last night to watch... The king get his crown. Mm-hmm. So happy to see LeBron James get that ring. Maybe now people will get that man is due. We are probably witnessing the greatest basketball player in the history of basketball. Maybe, possibly, who knows, by the time it's all said and done. I mean, the guy's only 27 years old, and there's a triple-double waiting to happen at any time. Any time. It was a beautiful thing to hear the, 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 the hater silence last night, but... Uh, you know, I just wanted to call in with that real quick. And, uh, also, man, I was just listening to feedback in, uh, from a couple episodes ago, the whole question about changing the words or songs or whatever. Um, and, uh, I forget who called in and mentioned something about, you know, white people singing songs and leaving out the word nigga or whatever. But, uh, got a story about that. I, I work with kids, man, and, uh, these kids are riding in the car. And, uh, you know, it was like two white kids, two black kids, whatever. Uh, it was a white kid driving a car. He had speakers or whatever, little dock and all this. And uh, playing a little job back in the day. Uh, and, you know, his last nigga roll call come on. Mm-hmm. And uh, a real nigga roll call. Sorry. Take the shit out of that. But um, anyway, uh, so they riding down the road. Kid is driving. Song is coming off. And he starts singing. White boy starts singing and says, nigga. Whoa. Kid sitting next to him. This young buck from down Cincinnati. If you know any brothers from Ohio, especially Cincinnati, them brothers are pretty damn militant. So without hesitation, this kid steals the boy driving. Damn. Needless to say, the boy swerved a little bit, didn't wreck, but they had to stop the car and kind of handle that situation. Um, but... Yeah, that that by far is one of the funniest stories I, I've ever heard or seen based on people reacting to some somebody saying the damn song. I mean, it, anyway, man, but that's all I got, man. Y'all be easy. Keep up the good work. I'll let y'all. Well, uh, that's terrible. And you already know how I feel about that. I mean, one, it's a word you use your own wrist and all that shit. But more importantly, man, um... I actually think it's kind of whack when people do shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. punch a dude because they say the N-word in a rap song. Mess around and kill everybody. Yeah, we put it in the rap song, so I don't really think it's inappropriate to say it, to say it along with the lyrics. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, draw your own lines, and but, I mean, niggas acting like slavery ended yesterday. Punching motherfuckers while they driving? <laughs> God damn, dog, this only going to hurt you. Like what if y'all getting a wreck or some shit? That nigga's dumb, man. I don't I'm know. I'm talking about job off a breeze. I'm talking about. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll never think of black people and niggers now that he got stolen in the mouth for repeating along with the lyrics of a song. I sincerely think he'll always think positive things about black people now, right? Uh good God. Stupid. Anyway, next voicemail. 
Do the bucket. We go. Oh shit! Oh my bad. Hold up! I clicked the wrong thing. I was about to say where Bo voice come from. Oh, that was me talking to Bo uh, the other day. <laughs> All right, here we go. What's up, Rod? What up, Brent? Karen, this is Brent, <laughs> the official preacher son of the black guy who tips. And I was just calling because I'm probably going to be, have to be doing some musician duties on Saturday um, at a funeral. But I just wanted to call in to congratulate Chill and all the other Miami Heat fans out there, congratulations. LeBron has gotten his ring. Yes. After all the hate that this man has received, he has finally made it to the point where he can say, how you like me now? Mm-hmm. And that's a great accomplishment because he has suffered yep. long enough through all this hatred for all those people who criticize him for making a choice to leave the city and go somewhere else and make some better decisions for his life. The decision for the not five, not six, not seven pep rallies, all of those things that he said that basically turned the big three into the NWO of the WCW, it basically became the new world order of basketball. And people booed them and booed them and booed them. But then came the domination. Mm-hmm. The domination came, which we're in now. And what's going to happen now? Everybody's going to be on the brass shot. Now everybody's going to love him, like they did with the NWO. For all my wrestling fans that enjoy the podcast. But that's pretty much what we're going to have right now. But I also called in because, you know, this is my birthday. And I felt like it would be no better way to spend my birthday calling in. One of my favorite podcasts, the Black Guy Who Tips, Rod and Karen. I appreciate y'all. Y'all good people. I love the way that we can disagree peacefully and agree to disagree, and we sometimes agree. Yes, we do. But more than not, more than not, we just get along pretty good, in spite of our differences. And I love y'all guys. You too, sweetie. I love all y'all that call me. And Pop Son, sometimes I like you. <laughs> for real, y'all some good people. Classic, all y'all, chill. I can't forget Toya. Love y'all, Toya. And um, to um, and to um, Nick Zoo. How you doing, baby? You all right? Yeah, I heard you look coming on foot. But yeah. I just have to flirt with you because you know I got that thing for the old women. <laughs> anyway, I'm out. I'll let you. Yeah, I, th- I think Nick, you said he was a tidbit too young for her. Yeah, she likes him a uh, little bit riper, you know. Uh, she likes him, uh, you know, a little bit of that old man strength on him. That's Ain't all, Brent. Number number. It ain't your fault, dog. Key, I say don't give up, personally. Me too, sir. Um, all right, man. So let's go to the next voicemail. Hey, what's up, bro? I'm Karen. It's Mr. Westside. Westside? Uh, one to know. Did you know the actual title for the show is grammatically incorrect? Mm-hmm. It's actually supposed to be the black guy fat tips. Mm-mm. Don't change it. It's actually. Anyway. Um, that was taken. I tried it. I was already gone. One had you that ever heard that anyone discuss the meaning of the term no hands? I mm-hmm. saw this on Twitter, and one of my favorite 
favorite euphemisms, if you will. Mm-hmm. I love the meaning of it, but some people don't know what it means. Some people think it means to, you know, suck dick with no hands. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to believe that. I don't want women thinking that that's okay because it's not. You need hands. Well, that's some people don't like no hands, though. No hands to each his own. Kick ass, all that good shit. Um, the pros can do it without hands. Wanted to reiterate that. Anyway, mm-hmm. let us show. Wait, that was it? Hey, man, don't be calling up here leaving voicemails that don't relate to shit we talked about, all right? People getting a little too free with this voicemail line. This is a feedback show, not a drop some random thoughts and dip show. They really call was like, uh, No Hands is a song by Waka Flocka, so uh, I just thought everybody should know that. And uh, I'm about to look like, did we talk? We didn't talk about Waka Flocka this week. <laughs> yeah, we really, are we really just calling drive-bys on the phone line? What are we doing, people? Come on now, relate to the show. Hey guys, it's Alan calling in. What up, dog? Short this week. I'm freaking tired. It's late here, and I won't even bother setting a timer. Just uh, listen to the show here. Loved hearing your dad on there. He's, Thank uh, you. Sounds cool as shit, man. Yes. Anyway, uh, just want to let you guys know. Back to work on Monday. Got yeah. It's only off twenty days, so happy to hear that. Congratulations. You know. You know uh, Happy to be back to work and all the support you guys uh, hooked me up with when I was laid off. That uh, means a lot to me. So, anyways, thanks uh, a lot. No problem, uh, left you guys a review, a Canadian review there. So, uh, see if you can guess which one's mine. <laughs> Thank you, Owen. Uh, the hilarious and now gainfully employed again. Yeah, uh, Canadian of the show, man. We appreciate that, man. We do. Uh, or somebody wants him to be what? Pussasaurus or something? Vaginosaurus? I don't know. No. <laughs> no. You vetoing He's that one? official Canadian. <laughs> vetoing Vaginosaurus. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's me, Toya. Uh-oh. Uh, okay. Let me get this out. Mm-hmm. It is 2.19 in the morning. I mm-hmm. am prepared to go to sleep because I know tomorrow will be epic. Say it. And I want to get this out and first and foremost say that congratulations to the Miami Heat and Chief. I wish you the best. Y'all won. <clears throat> and uh, Mario Thomas had a okay game. Don't choke. Anyway, now that I got that out the way, she still ain't no change. Fuck Mario Thomas today. His dick died. Damn bastard. Anyway, congratulations, Chill. Fuck Mario Thomas. Oh God, I hate to hear Chill's voicemail tomorrow. The live call in. Trying to fix it. Okay, I get up and try to catch you guys. See you later. Holla. And I'll wait. Fuck my little trauma. Bye. Mm-hmm. The summer of Brian even got to the haters, Karen. Yeah, I see it did, sir. Even the haters got to call in and be like, God damn it. Let me give this team its props. Because Mario Chalmers even got a ring. Yes. He got a championship NCAA ring and a championship NBA ring. God damn, that dude. And he was balling. You can't even take it from him. Like, nope. Can't even be like, oh, he only had five points. No, he was, he was one of the reasons. Yeah, yes, he was. And it hurts. 
Oh, it oh, hurts so bad. It burns. Oh, it burns to get that soul. man his props. It's gets that ether. <laughs> Next voicemail. What up, Rod? What up, Miss Karen? What's up, hey, baby? How y'all doing, man? It's your boy, uh, Keith from uh, Dallas. What up, Keith? Man. I'm calling in, man, because, you know, the last two shows, you know, the Father's Day show, pretty dope, man. Thank you. And the show with, uh, the player, uh, Dark Hater? Yeah. Um, Dark Hood Red Die, okay. Uh, you called me bad. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, though. (laughs) But what I was really calling in to say is that I didn't, um, I was listening to, like, the Fire Starter podcast, right? and you know, I heard you know what I'm saying on a, on another podcast where you and Tori was talking, and she was talking about how you know she had a tank. Yeah, she said, "Well, I'm gonna send that in." Yeah, I didn't actually think you were gonna send it in. Yes, so I'm listening to Fire Starter <laughs> driving down the road, and they talking about tank for the week. K Bad reads your tank, and next thing I know, he goes off on the tangent and Tori basically pull a snatch and grab and didn't want to contribute to the Tyler Terry movement. <laughs> contribute to Madagascar movement with Tyler Terry. And then, you know, that led into a whole discussion that ended in TKO basically called it k Bad a thief. <laughs> you know, classes, y'all. Oh, oh, man. I love, I love that show, man. Yes. All because you called in and some shit. I knew they was going to do know, that I shit. Oh, if I had been there, oh. Damn, man. crimes in that call well, man he's too. learning i appreciate yes. it man thank you sir yeah, was, yeah i'm surprised you didn't send no tanks on me because i've been tanking terribly lately uh, i thought he was about to be like nine eight seven i killed a random homeless man the other day <laughs> uh <laughs> six, six five i uh, ran over a little kid one time <laughs> uh one time me and my friend robbed a liquor store but uh yeah man i predicted that man and i wish bob was there because you know bob man they would have had to stop the voice, the uh, email, and then he would have got real serious and been like, <laughs> "Why are we?" Because you know he calling him Tyler. He don't call him Tyler Perry. Like, why are we doing this to Tyler? Like, it would have been oh, good. Lord. That would have been great, man. But hopefully, everything's good with him now. Hi, Rod and Karen. This is Camille, um, the official, the official Blacks again. Whoa, I can't talk. Anyways, I just listened to um, the what was it? Die cigarettes. I really did enjoy it. It was a bit serious, and I wanted to laugh, Mm. but I I really, really did enjoy it. Um, I can't say that I was offended by the two-minute snippet that you guys played. Okay. Um, I don't consider myself a hood rat at all. Uh, But had it been 
a white person or Mexican, whatever, anything, anything other than black, I would have a problem with it, and I would be in attack mode. Mm. Um, but I wasn't. That's so interesting. I can understand the the people that weren't upset with him. Um, the other thing that I had to say was it was one of the articles that reminded me about something that happened to me. So I guess if you don't want to hear it, you can cut me off. No, go I ahead. That's my, my comment. Take your time. Take your time. The, uh, part. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. The dude in Barnes & Noble. All right. So last year I didn't have a car. No, no. I'm sorry. I did have a car. I didn't have a phone, um, and I lived alone. So it was kind of creepy when I would go places, you know, by myself, and there was someone, uh, what the fuck? Oh, is she getting harassed right now? I hope not. Okay, so, you're, the, you're the chosen um, one. <laughs> I went to, God picked you. Um, you're supposed to be with me. Shoe carnival. Oh, no. Okay. And there was this African dude, and he was driving, and he just kind of, he stopped the car, and he looked at me, and it wasn't like a, ooh, you're sexy, can I get your number, whatever. It was a, ooh, I want to eat your face off. Mm. Like, bath salts. I'm about to eat these bath salts, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to take care of you type thing. Oh, and I didn't shit. even know anything about bath salts then. But that's the way he was looking at me. Like, And I, it was, I was so uncomfortable, and I was glad that he was leaving. And then I was just getting there. So I go in, and I'm looking at these shoes or whatever, and all of a sudden there's this man standing next to me and he's he's like um i like you Mm. um thanks (laughs) you know like what am i supposed to say and i felt so uncomfortable and it was obvious that i was uncomfortable i I hope so anyways and he's like i like you again Mm. and i just didn't say anything and he said i want you Mm. I want you, and I'm telling you, this dude was a cannibal. Like, he was a rapist, he was a cannibal. Oh, my. And just whatever. Every bad thing you can think of, that's what he was. And I was just, I was so creeped out, and no one was helping. Like, I couldn't call anyone because I didn't have a phone. And he was just freaking, oh, my God. I wish y'all could have seen him. So, like, he's trying to holler at you, girl. But, um... Lord and so Lord. the lady up there, I'm a little, I don't know if y'all ever been to shoe carnival. She was standing and looking, and um, I wanted, I was like yelling at her with my eyes, like "Help me, help me, like get this man out of here!" And she was looking at me like, "Are y'all planning on stealing something?" You know? <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> another problem, whatever. But I, I wasn't even concerned about that. I was y'all like, black. Man, what am I going to do? Like, I'm about to die. This guy is going to follow me home. He's going to kill me. He's going to rape me first. Then he's going to kill me. He's going to chop me up and eat me for breakfast. That's oh, the way man. he was looking at me. And he just didn't get the whole no thing. So, you know, when you did when you did the whole guess the race thing, but you didn't know the race, and you thought it was Prince. Mm. Prince wouldn't do anything like that. That's my baby. Um, I immediately thought African. Oh, wow. Bad. Shame on me, Camille. Shame on you, Camille. No, 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 no. No, no. That's all. Not. I hope I wasn't. Forgive yourself. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> Forgive yourself, Camille. It's and, okay. And, and I do have. You get a little intimidated because he walked up to you and tried to holler you. He walked up and said, I like you. I like the way, girl. And I know Tevin Campbell like. Um, <laughs> Just high five, but go ahead, Oh, Karen. my bad. <laughs> what are you going to say, Karen? Uh, I have a question for you. 
for me no not not for you but for camille oh okay number one why would race matter um, um, first of all, we were playing guest to race, so that's why it no, matters. No, 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 no. When she was talking about Hater Rodsey, how she, oh, how, how, oh, if how he she, was white, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, like, my okay. question to her, and you can call back and leave a voicemail, is like, why would race matter? Mm. Um, and, and I just want to know why, because to me, it should matter, regardless of where it's coming from or who lips is rolling off of, it's still the same message. Mm. Um, so to me, race doesn't matter. Um, so I just want to know why race matters. And number two, um, not all, but I had my aunt, she had a situation with the African man and, and, and this is not all African men. Oh no, it's all of them. No, 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 mm. it's not. All, but every last one of no. you. Hood but, rats but, and hood but, wolves. Uh, some of them can be very, very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and a lot of them have a myth that African American women are loose. Yeah. So, you know, they're very aggressive Especially towards the us. Nigerians. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I said this. it. I'm, the, I I'm didn't going say there. It. I didn't say it. Shout out to Big Chi. And so uh, I just want to let you know that that it's not just him. This is other people out there like that too. Yeah, especially if they African. If an African man steps to you, run, girl. No, you don't. Okay, he's got to run. Do you see him just walking over there with alert. that dashiki? You you run, okay. A lot of them. I've seen pictures of them. A lot of them like to wear military uniforms, uh, even when they're only like you know ten, twelve years old. You run. They have AKs and they are raping. I see a African. <laughs> I see an African man. I go the other direction. I did, look, look. This is not coming from me. Dylan, uh, from the uh, Sandy Check podcast, rapey. Yeah, I, I said it. I, yeah, I went there. That's right, Dylan. I know you don't listen to this, so I don't have to worry about it getting back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Stop raping people, people. Stop Please being do. rapey. Yes, I like you. You know, you know, it's sad though. Even if she would have said, "Well, I do want to talk to you," would be like, "I like you." Um, I need to borrow a thousand dollars to get some money. I'm a prince. And you think I, you think he yelled at her like they do across the email? I like you. No, I just think he said I, I like you. And um, um, first of all, that is a terrible African impression. Is, <laughs> I know horrible. it is, sir. It's, I, I know, know it is because the emails being like an all cap, and so it sound like they're yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> you be like, Shh, calm this down, calm this email down, sir. Shh. So I was wondering, was he yelling at her like they do in them emails that I randomly get in my inbox? <laughs> All right, I take it back. That's actually that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Maybe that was just me to put them connections together. That's brilliant. Oh shit. Oh man. All right. In the face. Yes. Hmm. Hey, Rod and Karen. Uh, this is Greg. What up, um, Greg? I was listening to uh, the last show. Uh, Thursday, and I don't know if I'm the third or fourth person to, or maybe more to, um, to notice that uh, uh, a couple of takes. You had a couple of takes, there, man. Uh, I don't know. Nobody at told me. At one point, you did call Luke Campbell Luke Skywalker. Oh, he goes by that. Um, and uh, that's his. That's one of his nicknames. The, and at the part where you're talking about Popeye, I thought his name was Bluto. Nope, it's Brutus and, and Bluto. You saying Brutus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew someone uh, would try to get me. Um. So yeah, I just call nice you try, that. nice try, Greg. Um. Other than that, uh, have a good show. Other than that, shit, boy, I didn't take. <laughs> That's what. First of all, his name had to be changed because of legal 
issues where they had to change the name dog so it was brutus and bluto um and as far as luke luke goes by luke skywalker man it's one of his uh many many nicknames uh trust me i've jacked off to enough luther campbell videos to know my friend ah! nice try do not try to catch me tanking when i ain't tank now I'm, oh, I will, now, now me it'd probably be a uh, true tank i will i will own up to any tanks that i do because i i enjoy tanking and i enjoy the 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 uh journey you can take yeah, from how did yeah. how did you get and to my, this tank my tankers be terrible too you like, how the hell did you get them karen yeah but we're not about to be putting no no pump fake tankings on me when i ain't do it man all right let's all right so let's do the comments and the emails and stuff um i'll open up the phone lines like i said we will have to wrap up the show at one no matter what so i'm gonna try to keep the voice the calls shorter this today um but yeah the numbers of course 704-557-0186 and uh we'll go ahead and go through the comments on the page and uh comments on the episode can we get to the episode that had the dark hater on it we'll read those comments okay okay we can do that sir all right um first of all you go to the blackoutist.com Every post has a leave a comment section, and you can just leave a comment that way. Every episode of the podcast has a poll, and you can actually vote in the poll from right right from there. Um, the, we had no comments on the episode Who Daddy, episode 322, which was a feedback show, but we did have several comments on the poll. The poll was uh, proposed to us by one of the listeners of the show, and he, he asked us, who would you rather be beat up by, Drake or Chris Brown? And so I added another option. I said, who would you rather be beat up by, Drake, Chris Brown, or Miley Cyrus? Um, Drake got 9% of the poll. So people would not want to be beat up by Drake, the, the least. 28% went to Chris Brown. So people would rather Chris Brown beat them up than Drake. And Uh-oh. 63% of people said, I'd rather Miley Cyrus beat me up than both of these niggas. So... <laughs> That's that's interesting. Andre says, I'm choosing Chris Brown. I can always use the excuse that he snuck up behind me and got me with a bottle or a chair. There's no excuse for being beat down by a Disney-endorsed white girl or worse, Drake. Drake is losing. Oh, yeah. Big time. I'm choosing Molly because I, I, I'm suing for some, some of that Disney money. Ha, 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 says Jared. <laughs> I, Damian Jackson, who... Said, I am for real. Says, man, I just couldn't live with the fact that I got my ass whooped by a fake, tough, RB ass nigga. I got an excuse. I don't hit women. So there's that. So I guess he's going with Molly. And he also says, and we all know Drake punches feel like getting hit with marshmallows so he can't whoop your ass. Oh. Miss Crystal says, D, none of the above. Not trying to get beat by anybody, but Jared makes a good point. Well, Miss Crystal, you haven't been playing, the, you know, along for the last couple of polls. I noticed. Okay. <laughs> call me we, sexist. We, 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 then I make a poll that anyone can vote in and you decide not to vote. We, I don't know. We well, see you, girl. We yeah. see you. You one of those Republicans that's not gonna vote for Romney, aren't you? Isaiah says, Chris Brown, that nigga did some damage. Miley Cyrus and Drake have say, had the same windmill fighting style. Y'all niggas lose for that. At least I can get an album off of that nigga beating me up. Muslinger says, fuck Obama and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I about to say that sound like him. That is normally what he says, though. Yes, Muslinger says it has to be Chris Brown. He's so crazy that I couldn't, I couldn't maintain my self respect. You can't, you can't walk. Oh, uh, I could maintain my self respect. You can't walk with your head up with Drake's unibrow claiming victory or Miley firing up some designer weed to celebrate your uh, shame. Cherie oh. says at least Chris Brown is mentally unbalanced and crazy. Miley is a fluff, and Drake is a pack of emo eyebrows. <laughs> Damn, Cherie. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith said, 
Stephen Stephen A. Smith. What a name. Steve, hold on. Okay. I'm trying I'm trying to read it like like he would. All right. Here you go. Stephen A. Smith writes in. Rod. I've known Chris Brown and Drake for a couple of years now. And those are some good boys. But I would not dare catch a beating from them light-skinned Negroes. The temerity of those. Woo. I don't know what to do with ah. myself. It's just sickening. Molly Cyrus, nigga. That's Stephen oh, A. Smith. Oh, that's- calling in to discuss who he would take a beat down from. Hey, baby, somebody in the chat was asking. I think Ashley was asking what tank is. Tank Tank uh, is when you say something that's related, but it, you, you just screwed up. Like me and Roderick was watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I said, ooh, that dude was in jailbreak. And Roderick looked at me. He said, don't you mean prison break? That's a tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not really being stupid because some people confuse it with all these other things. It's it's simply you you meant to say something, yeah. You didn't really, you weren't too sure on it, but you went for it anyway. Yes, full and, and you fucked it up. You commit, you committed to it. Yeah, <laughs> and most people have several responses. I say you listen to Hot Fire Starter podcast. Um, and checked out that show because they're constantly going over tanks every week and you get, and they break down the nuances of it. And, uh, it's beautiful once you learn to embrace it, man. It's really fun. Yes. Uh, Shandy Girl says, Hey guys, I just wanted to compliment this show. Uh, and it's for the episode 323, Fatherhood Revolutions. Uh, your dad is so cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. I I thoroughly enjoyed the show. I also wanted to thank you guys for introducing me to other podcasts, greats such as Firestarter, Hey, You Know It, and Keith and the Girl, and Where's My 40 Acres, etc. One more thing. Did you guys see that Brian McKnight video for If You're Ready to Learn? Yeah, we did. Oh, yes. It's hilarious. Okay, I'm out. Thank you guys, and continue doing the damn thing. Y'all are the best. Well, thank you, Shandy Girl. We appreciate it. The poll for this episode was a very simple poll. This is yes or no question. Do you curse in front of your parents? Yes or no? Yes had 40%. So that means 60% of people, grown-ass people, still don't curse in front of their parents. I, this, I don't in front of my mom. As weird as that, I, I just don't. And this poll had 14 responses. Oh, that's <laughs> like, serious. Like I, didn't think, I was thinking like maybe a couple people would be like, no, nigga, that's crazy. 14 people, wow. Um, A-Rod says, yes, sparingly and not in public. My mom says she still has one good ass whooping saved up for me and will use it the first, <laughs> the first time I embarrass her in public, even though I'm 31 and six foot five. My mom's is 50 plus and five two. I fear the shit out of her and that last ass woman. That's true. Cause that's not an ass woman she's going to be willing to lose. Mm-mm, no, no, no. Montoya's right said, not much. When it feels str- when I do it feels strange. Oh, it feels strange when I do it. Every time you have your old man on the show, I wait. I still wait in anticipation for you to drop that first f bomb. You got right to it on this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like fucking with the audience at first and not cursing for like two minutes. <laughs> they don't know how to handle it. To make them feel like, oh, right, 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 gonna keep it clean. Oh no, he's uncomfortable. I think I was more nervous than you. I'm like, yeah, you know, Dag Nabbit. I was so mad. That I was like, fuck that bitch in the fucking pussy ass. Whole cunt bitch ass shit did it. Titties. Dad's like, what? That's fine. Um, Evo says, it's a weird feeling. I barely cuss in front of my older sister. So she is like my mom too. 
Wow, not in front of the sister. Molly Slinger says, it feels uncomfortable, but it must be done. So I start every family greeting with shit, fuck, ass, dick, pussy, cunt, cock, and the phrase, how are you, motherfucker? That's, <laughs> that's brilliant. That's Muslinger. Glad you're back, sir. We missed yeah, you. Yeah. And fuck Obama. Oh, okay, okay, Muslinger. Right, calm down. Uh, Professor LCH says, I still don't curse in front of my father. I cursed in front of my mother one time, and it was one of those times you forgot your mother is your mother and are so in the moment. It's like you're talking to your friend. It was in my car going to a shopping trip funded by my income, fueled by my gas, and followed by a meal that would be paid for out of my pocket. Me, meaning, ah! meaning I was good and grown, and yet I spent the next hour saying, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> mind you my mother never said a word and yet shook and by the way my mother never spanked me and still no son no triple says i saw my five two mother throw my six three brother 235 uh 230 pound tight end football player in college across the room he landed on his neck with his feet in the air the funniest thing the funniest thing i ever seen i don't laugh though i didn't laugh though because i didn't want the same fate yeah you don't laugh when you're when that sibling's getting that ass open. No, because that, that shit will come your way. Yeah, it's like, you want some too? Oh, no. no. I was laughing because specifically, <laughs> no. I did not want any. And that's what I found funny because he didn't want any either. <laughs> no, nobody wants none <laughs> no, of you. No one wants any of that, ma'am. No. <laughs> Save you keep those. that to yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, he said, all he did was slam a door. Big Mark says, all I, he did was slam a door. Yeah. Oh, he must, she must have said something to him and she must didn't like the way that door slammed or some shit. Cause for her to toss your ass. Yes, sir. I remember one time, uh, we, we got, uh, cussed out in the room by my mom and, uh, there was a light on the, on the, you know, on the ceiling or whatever, on the ceiling fan. And it cast a shadow on the, like right by the door in the hallway. Mm-hmm. So my mom comes in and like cusses Rodney out, cusses me out, and we stay in the room. And so she turns around to leave. Rodney starts giving her the middle finger, like, <gasps> like jumping up and down and stuff. Cause he thought she couldn't see her. her back was to him. But the shadow on the wall. Oh, showed him. She, she, so she turned. Oh, I she, know she beat the hell out she, of him. She looked at she she, I know she beat the brakes off of his black ass. I know she did. Man, his face was fucking priceless when, when she, he turned around. When she, when she turned around and saw him with those middle fingers out, his face. I'll never forget it, God. God, that was good, man. We love you, Rodney, but you was oh, wrong, my that friend. Was, that was dumb as hell. All right, man. Big Mark says I do, but I'm very aware of it. It doesn't not. It, it doesn't na- it doesn't feel natural so i don't do it much i remember the first time i did i was watching the mr t cartoon one of the kids was tracing the truck i was like get on the truck get on the truck get on the fucking truck my, my mother Ooh. slapped the shit out of me lol it wasn't funny at the time of course not no yeah get on the fucking truck Jeez. <laughs> he went in all in you don't start with the f-bomb sir it took me years to build up to this i know right uh i cur- uh, Angry Panda says, I curse in front of my mom, but I keep it PG-13. No F-bombs. Don't say the P-word or the D-word. Mm. Well, it's hard for me because people just start bringing up stuff. Man, you go to family union, it's like, oh, I saw that new Tyler Perry movie. I'm like, that dude is a dick. It's like, I, I couldn't help myself. Yes, and don't feel, I think one time I was uh, talking to your uh, Aunt Robin and your Aunt Sharon, and... And it was like like Professor LCH was one of the moments where I was just talking to him and I just kind of forgot who they were. And I messed around and I was like, S-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-
Oh, um, my, 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 my bad, y'all. That was like, no, that was like, no, we fucked your passion in it. That was serious. So, yes, it was. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, let's see. Um, Brandon APA says, I cursed in front of my dad once, and that was after I was nearly killed in a store robbery when I was a manager at CVS. Till this day, they never caught the guy. I wonder where a dude from Texas was back in December 23rd, 2001. Talking about Key. <laughs> Uh, well he will tell you just give him a call oh yeah Sharif says I have a few times but it feels so weird that I don't really do it it took a while to get used to drinking in front of them too y'all remember the first day time my dad was like you want a beer and I just looked at that nigga like what's the trap and somebody gonna <laughs> pop out the closet like aha you beer drinking gotcha. motherfucker I don't drink in front of my mama ah well I didn't that's because she don't keep alcohol and stuff around. I don't drink that much anyway, but it's still one of those like, you know, I'll pop a beer with my dad, man. It's a good bonding ritual. Al Carlton says, I curse in front of my dad now that I'm old enough to buy him a drink. And even when I do curse, I'm still watching my back because my dad is of age for that old man strength and I'm not about that life. Yeah, I think the the key to it, to it is, is like context and, you know, your parents and stuff. I don't know how your parents are, but my main thing is... um don't do nothing around your parents or say nothing and then put it on the cursing. Like, you can't just be like, you know, your dad can't be like, oh, do you see the game yesterday? You can't be like, motherfucker, yes, I saw the game and be like, I don't know why he got mad I was cursing. Like, no, you cursed at him. That's different than <laughs> yes, what I do. Yes, yes, you don't curse at them. All right, epi- at them is ass whooping. All right, we got comments for episode 324, Die Hood Die. We had the dark uh, hater on, or a.k.a. Haterazzi, a.k.a. Mr. Gates, mm-hmm. um, from the Haterazzi radio show. And we had comedian Chris Lambert. Mm-hmm. Um, and people had plenty of comments. You know, we had a pretty heated debate or discussion, I guess, about his uh, controversial two-minute video, uh, which leads to a one-hour audio clip mm-hmm. of, of presentation, Die Hood Rats Die. Um, and, uh, you know, Karen got very passionate and spoke out and we had a good back and forth and it, it was, I thought it was an interesting, good time. Me too. Um, so let's get everybody's comments. Um, Karen, you want to start with the stuff you got on Facebook and yeah. then, uh, and then we'll go into yeah, uh, the I'm, other stuff. I'm not going to use the names cause I'm not sure if they want the names used, but somebody hit me up directly on Facebook and she says, I am, I admire the way you handled yourself in the hood rat discussion. I thought you were uh, going to let him have it. But I, uh, yeah, I thought you was going to let him have it. But you kept your cool and, grace- and gracefully got your point across. I really enjoy the show. It is my favorite podcast. And and that really, you know, m- meant, uh, meant a lot to me. Um, because a lot of times uh, you can have a discussion and a debate and talk with somebody without yelling and screaming and being ugly because our podcast is, it isn't like that. That's not, that's not how we flow on here. Uh, we're not about bringing people on here and embarrassing them. We're not about bring, bringing people on here and calling them out. And, you know, it was like, I wanted my voice to be heard. And I think that and me and Roger talked about this too. Um, well, I have another comment before I go into that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and somebody else wrote me and she said, uh, Hey guys, uh, the episode on hood rats and gang bangers, uh, was truly eye opening. Thank you for having the courage to share your, to share your heart. I feel the same way about the media's perception of black women. I'm going to listen to the dark haters entire podcast as well. Thank you, uh, not only for your righteousness, but also never shying away from the hard hitting issues. Love you guys. And that meant a lot to me, too, um, because, yeah, I could be ratchet and stuff like that. But also you can be serious about matters, too. Mm-hmm. And also um, something else I realized, and me and Roger talked about this, um, 
a lot of times I see things where for some reason when women have opinions and women are passionate about something and women want to get their issues across, a lot of times uh, they're shut down, like their issues are not valid or that's just a woman thing or I don't have to be bothered with or, 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 or it's not my issue. And it can be frustrating at times. So I'm just glad we were able to get our points across. And he was able to explain himself, too. And that's the way a discussion should be. It shouldn't be cussing each other out. Well, motherfucker, I don't agree with you and going because it, 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 it's, it's not that um, type of show here. And my thing is that we're, we're both intelligent. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I think also um, I felt that it's important for you to speak. And, you know, I, I wanted to encourage that because it's it's I, honestly I don't like shows where it's just three dudes talking about like different like demographics and stuff and there's no real consideration of any other point of view and i didn't want to have a show like that um and i was i tried to be a facilitator for the show instead of just being like you know nigga i disagree and this is why you know i think uh part of it is just that um it is the art of conversation and you know i think it's important that you speak up on stuff like that um if you feel the need to mm-hmm. or if you have something to say simply because um if there's someone listening to the show and they're a black woman or whatever um that consideration needs to be taken into mind you know into account i can speculate what i think women and maybe i'm right maybe i'm not i can speculate but to be quite honest you know you know what I mean? Because yeah. you you know for you, and and that, I think it was important that uh, that got across, and I thought it was handled tactfully, uh, passionately, and eloquently, and I, I thought that it was uh, a very good uh, back and forth on the show, man. And I did appreciate that it never got out of hand, and nobody was called out their name mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. And you know, you had the right mentality, you were the right person to uh, be able to attack that point because. A lot of people would have lost their cool or, you know, you know, it's, and especially on the Internet, like the people that he's running into that are his opposition are more than likely angry people. And they're very dismissive. There's people that are making, you know, broad sweeping judgments off of a couple minutes of audio or mm-hmm. video. And, you know, and I feel like he knows that he's going to get that because that's kind of what he does. Like um, he, he puts stuff out there to make you think, to challenge your, uh, you know, sensibilities and without blatantly saying something crazy like he's not gonna come out there and be like let me tell you why black women are all bitches like he's not gonna do that but but he might do a video about hood rats and every image in the picture is black women and he'll say they're destroying the black community and stuff like that that might lead someone emotionally to be like he talking about me because i'm black you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. where he didn't come out and say that and he didn't actually even um you know he's not even actually going there but if you have these sensitive issues where like i said if you're being attacked all the fucking time from everybody um black men included it's just one of those like really you too nigga even if it's not about you even yep. if it's i'm only talking about five percent of black women it's like why why why, why are we going through this again because um you know i feel like if i put hood rat into youtube i get way more less uh nuanced yeah versions of what dark hater did i get a lot more thoughtless and just hurtful yes and mean-spirited shit right so it's kind of like you use certain terminology you automatically get people's dander up and they're ready to fight so i thought that was a huge part of it all right um and uh so we got a comment on the episode from das aka kung fu treachery he says 
this is the type of episode i love to listen to over and over again i got to chat with gabby and Popson for a little while during the live vocal show on thursday for this episode so that was awesome yeah i saw that Popson tried to holler at gabby and gabby shot him down in the chat room <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I didn't want to interrupt the show because we was talking about, you know, race issues and shit. I didn't want to be like, anyway, man, so I think that black women are, ha, 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 pop something, look at you. You know, so I left it alone. <laughs> Chris Lambert is always a good, uh, great guest. I love rom-coms, but I'm starting to learn that when ladies bring it up in conversation, I should probably leave out how much I love 500 Days of Summer. The looks I get from them after I mention that film are disheartening, like maybe it's simpish. Kanye Shrug. Always a treat to hear to have Dark Hater, a.k.a. Mr. Gates, on. Not only does he, in my opinion, have one of the best voices in all of radio. He does. But his podcast introduced me to the Black Guy with Tips podcast. Yeah, which is another reason um, that I'm always going to be respectful of him and stuff on the show. Because, like, we got, we share listeners. Oh, yes, we do. He's brought us so many listeners and vice versa. Yes. And, I, you know, I, I like, cause I think people like that, like, you know, in, in radio land, will you disagree with somebody? Cause it's not your show. You have no relationship with these people. It's like, uh, fuck them. I, they're the worst ever. I hate that they did that. Mm-hmm. And you get to do that as a, as a fan. You get to be that kind of person and have all these broad sweeping opinions on people. And, you know, everyone's one opinion from like being, uh, the complete worst person ever or one opinion to being the best person ever you know it's, it's that's the kind of kind of how it is when you're listening mm-hmm. um but i think that uh as a show like part of what we do here is showcase opinion mm-hmm. and showcase different people's talents and stuff and i don't want to be like shutting this dude down on my show cut his mic Mm-mm. and shit like that because I, I never felt like he crossed a, a, a respect line where no. he was disrespectful to the show or anything no he didn't yeah. Oh, actually, you have a call coming in. Let me see this. Yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. What's up? Yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. What's up? Hey, let me, let me turn my uh, radio down first. All right. Hey. Hey, Rod. Hey, Karen. Hey. What's up, sweetie? What's up? Who's this? Ashley. Ashley? What's going on? The official scientist. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, the official right. scientist. No. Nope. Yeah, I, I like how you try to act like you yeah, call. She, Ashley just tried to act like she called up here every every week and was like, nigga, y'all know it's Ashley. Why y'all tripping? <laughs> let me, I'm going to add you to the caller ID right now, Ashley. But go yeah, ahead. Put, and, her, um, put her name on there. Yeah, let me go ahead and put her name on here so I don't have no more problems. But what you want to comment on, Ashley? Well, I just, I was, uh, when I was listening to that show with the Dark Hater, I had started an email because you know, I said I was going to start, like, trying to write my comments down as um, I listened to the show, but now I was like, this shit is so long, I'm going to just call up there and say it. Mm. So I was waiting until you finished your thought before I called in. But anyway, I just wanted to say that um, I was not, I haven't listened to the whole two-hour segment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in listening to it, but I got to save up my little coin so I can put that little $5 in and some other things. <laughs> <laughs> Before I give him my five dollars, like I think I owe y'all like fifteen dollars or something like that. <laughs> 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 I understood. I wanted to say that I wasn't offended at all. Like I really, really enjoyed the trailer, and um, I really feel it. Like I totally relate. Like Chris has said something, or he said something about how you know you don't get offended because you know it's not you. And I, I honestly, like I wasn't offended because. It's not me. Mm. Like, I automatically see them as other. And I think it's like a class thing. And maybe, like, I'm not, I'm from a middle class background or whatever. My parents are in no way rich um, at all. 
But I think it's just like the environment that I came up in, like all that hood wretchedness was around me, but I was never of the hood wretchedness. I was mm-hmm. like an ice cube floating in, you know, a pot of Kool-Aid or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I see stuff like that, like, I'm never offended. And I guess, I just want to say, like, I guess, like, some people are offended because maybe they feel judged. And, like, I'm not going to say that I never feel judged because I grew up with, a, like, a diverse group of people. But when I'm not around the, that, you know, like, when I'm around and put in a situation where I'm around people that don't know me, I do kind of get, like, okay, let me watch what I do, let me watch what I say, because mm. I don't want to, you know, perpetuate this, this certain stereotype. And when I'm around people, when I'm kind of, like, by myself, and then there's other, the other, and they're acting a fool, I do get embarrassed. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God, my people. And, you know, I have to, I need to stop. I feel like I want to stop being like, oh, my God, my people. Right. Because, like you said, like, White folks don't get offended when other white folks act a damn fool. Right. They aren't they aren't embarrassed at all. And so I just think that we as black people need to start trying to look at it like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't wanna it is a class difference and I mean it's Well, I, I do feel like that's true power. Um when you just take the right to be an individual. You know, like there's something to be said for that. I'm not saying this whole like you know, don't care about blackness or black people, but mm-hmm. just this this idea of like, yes, that's that black person. I am this black person. I'm, you know, like Chris said, sometimes I just want to be Chris. And that's right. You know, I think that's all of us. A lot of times we just want to, you want to be Ashley. I want to be Rod. So I don't want to just be black Rod all the time and bring it up all the black issue and, you know, all the blackness and always affected by anything black. So yeah, I, I, I definitely get it. And I get how, um, I even, I think I said like, um, I get how a lot of people, because I think that video has like 700 likes and like maybe 50 dislikes or 70 dislikes. So I, I think what's happening is like a lot of people, women included, are seeing it, sharing it, and not having any problems with it. Um, and then there's a, a certain segment of people that are always going to have a problem with that type of language. Because I think the language was a bit inflammatory on purpose to get you to go, interested to go check it out. Um, and I think that also um, it's... It's, it's one of those, like, in this environment where black women are attacked so much that you're, you know, uh, and especially when you come from some of this stuff, you know, like, maybe you were raised by a single mom, but, you know, you, you're doing fine. But you feel, but when you hear him talking about, like, and that's why your daughter is pregnant at 16 and this, that, and other, and it's like, maybe, maybe you have a son and you were pregnant at 16, but you're doing just fine. You're not a hood rat. You're not, whatever. There's some people that are going to feel like, well, these symptoms you're talking about are the same symptoms I came from, and I'm doing just fine. So I think maybe that's part of t- part of it too is that backlash. Yeah, and also I-, I understand where you're coming from. And the thing that's beautiful is that just like you have the right to just say that's not me, other people have the right to say you are talking about me. Yeah, and they have the right to voice that opinion as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, anything we put out for public consumption is going to be perceived however you know and if you can justify and explain it um some people will accept that some people won't yeah and, and you start talking broad sweeping stuff about hood rats and black people and shit um yeah some people gonna get mad but he knows that he i think 
I don't think he's like surprised. Uh, I think he actually anticipated it. And that's what the reason that that video is going viral. Yeah. And, and I wish more people were like you where they like you, like you said, where you just said that's them and they separate themselves. But society as a whole don't look at us as individuals. And that's that's a, a broader issue that can't be solved by something simple. Yeah. Go ahead, Ashley. You I was going to say that I think maybe it has something to do with my age and experience in life. That's why it doesn't affect me. Like, mm. I come from a different generation. I'm thinking, like, mm, I wonder if my mom would be offended by something like this or some of my other friends. that I have friends. I'm 23, and I have friends now that have two kids, kids graduating from preschool, going to kindergarten and all this mess. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, I wonder if they would be offended by that. But at the same time, I think it has also to do with, like, my experience. That's so, true. I haven't experienced, you know, a lot of life where I've had, you know, I've had people outwardly, like, openly judge me or make assumptions about me. So since I haven't experienced that, when I hear something else like that, it's not, like, keeping on me, like, oh, here it goes again. So, like, I feel what you were saying, Karen, you know, how, you know, Women are all the time being blamed and blamed, and like stuff is always going on. And I just haven't had that build up yet, so right. where it doesn't affect me in the same way that it would affect someone else. Yeah. Also, you're only 23, so you give it time. Give it time. Yeah, yeah, like I, this is just my, this is just my first straw, you know. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe when you, you know, you're at work one day, somebody will come up to you and be like, so, um, where are your two little kids? Or what? You know, oh, you don't have any kids. Yes, oh, I'm surprised. Now, I, I, I get that aren't a you, lot. Aren't you black? black? Yes. Now, now, oh. I've, I've dealt with that a lot. Oh, you're married. You're married? Oh, and, and that's you, odd. Yeah. Yes. Y'all are not supposed to be able to do that. Yes. I've, I've dealt with that <laughs> aspect a lot, especially, uh, when I was younger and is in college. They was like, oh, you in college? Oh, you ain't got no kids? And I'm looking like, motherfucker, I don't know how to write to deny, to, to make this choice, too. It's, I was like, yeah. you just fit this stereotype. I do have a question for you, Ashley. How would you feel if the dark hater was a white dude and he did the same video? Would that affect it at all? That's, and that's what I was going to say. Like, a lot of times people say true statements, and it always comes like, what, what do they look like? Because we were reading a book in my AFAM class, and it was, like, it was about, like, I can't think of the name of the book right now. Oh, it's called Floodlines, and it's by Jordan Flaherty. And he's this white guy, and he's talking about all the corruption in New Orleans and everything like that and how, you know, the city is corrupt and how the, the system needs to change. And everybody was, like, big up in the book, big up in the book. And then, like, our teacher, she was like, well, this is a white guy, and it just blew everybody's mind. Mm. And then everything was starting to be called into question, like, well, why did he say this? Or what does he mean this? He doesn't know what he's talking about. I think it all has to do with, you know, where we perceive someone is coming from. Yeah, I so agree. I think- so I think it kind of gets a pass because he's a black guy, and we can be like, oh, wait, well, you know, he probably knows where he's coming from. You know, we're more apt to believe him than if we were just some random white guy speaking like, you don't have a right to talk about, you know, our culture and our community. You shut the F up because you don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think it's, it's all about where people perceive that you're coming from. Cool. Well, Ashley, I appreciate your opinion and your call. Thank you, sweetie. Did you have anything else you want to say before we go? Um, <laughs> nope, but I guess I'll be more likely to call in now so y'all get to know my voice, especially right. if I got the call ID in there now. Yes, so. ma'am. Yeah. You own the ID, ma'am. Keep calling from the same number, and uh, we'll know it's Now, you. you change it, we won't know, but you call from this <laughs> number, we got you. <laughs> All right. All right, bye. Peace. Oh, that's the official scientist, man. Um, You think she's one of those, like, James Bond scientists and stuff, where, like, she's really 23 and hot? 
and looks like a supermodel, but she just wears glasses. Oh, yeah, with high heels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Testing all the toys, tearing shit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a geologist, Mr. Bond. And when I take my glasses off of my hair down, a supermodel. <laughs> um, let's see. So we were on Daz's oh, response. He says, I hope all is well between all my favorite podcasters, which are mostly all of your friends of the show list. Am I racist because I only listen to black podcasts? Also, lastly, I just looked at your the Blackout Tips page on Facebook and noticed three of my coworkers are also friends of the show. Wow. I don't know if it's awesome or if I should be worried. <laughs> don't let them know. So, supervisors look at us weird when someone randomly shouts, guess the race, or, walk, <laughs> or walks away muttering cheese either. Well, hopefully all those friends are black and y'all can keep it between yourselves. <laughs> don't let that circle get too big, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, the poll for the show was should Luke Uncle should Luther Uncle Luke Campbell, aka Luke Skywalker, Greg, be allowed to coach high school football? And this poll started off, and I was checking it because you know I was interested <laughs> in this shit because I was like I feel like I'm right. And this poll started off with everyone saying yes, and I was like motherfuckers. <laughs> I was about to rant on y'all when I read this poll. I was about to go off. I was about to come on here and be like, y'all have no class. You don't care about your children. But now I feel a little better. Apparently, 52% of people say, yes, he should be allowed to coach high school football. 48% say no, which to me means it's controversial enough Yeah, that I wouldn't want this dude coaching football. That's all. If if, if I have to have a 50-50, should this dude be allowed to coach football? No. That's all. If I was if I was a school district. Let's look at the comments, though. Will says, if Snoop can, why not? And I already covered that <laughs> in the show, Will. Listen to the show. <laughs> Professor LCA said, yes, maybe when he's 80. <laughs> <laughs> right. When he can't get it up anymore. Well, yeah, we're trusting with the children. Anthony Animal Thug Tatum said, Will made the point I was about to make with Snoop, but also part of mentoring is showing people what not to do with their lives as well. I already covered Snoop, so I'm not touching these comments. Uh, I mean, because honestly, at this point, that's like saying, why Why should Sandusky go to jail? R. Kelly got away with it. That's that's, <laughs> that's basically what y'all are saying. I just want y'all to know that is exactly what y'all are saying, basically. is Well, this, this nigga is fucked up and he can host the kids. Like, what? Are, are we really setting the bar this low? Eddie Long says, ah, get it, get it. Oh, I mean, I meant to say <laughs> teach one. Teach one, touch one. Oh, Lord, Eddie Long. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Oh, Andre says, just catching up. Great episode, you two. I had a dream that I donated to the show. So I might as well make it I might as well make it true. Keep up the fantastic work. Thank you. Thank you. I like them dreams. These are the dreams we would like to be informed yes. of. Now, if you have a dream that Karen cut my head off, keep no. that keep that keep that to yourself. <laughs> I'd like to be able to sleep at night. Shay says, not now, but maybe in the future. I can understand trying to make some positive impacts on people after realizing that you once had a negative one. If May, Snoop, and Prince can be accepted, why not? <laughs> uh, well, if R. Kelly can do it, I don't get I don't, What's the big problem with Sandusky? Free that man. Brandon, oh, no. Brandon APA says, hell yeah, he should be allowed to coach. I'll bet he'll have the baddest fat ass cheerleaders around. Well, you want him to coach for the same reason I do, Brandon APA. <laughs> but this is high school. And all those women will be, uh, that's the worst possible scenario. Isaiah says, no, 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 don't ever say those words, Rod, if we had a kid. That shit scared the shit out of me. You're right, Isaiah. 
Me too. I said, for the poll, I have to say no. I wouldn't let Uncle Luke or anyone like Snoop go ahead and coach. Uh, put in some influence from a distance, maybe. That's what sucks about your past. You just can't do everything you want. Yeah. I, I just don't get how, like, you know, if, like I said, if I said R. Kelly is coaching um, the, um, I don't know, he's going to coach the ladies swim team. Everybody would be like, that's unacceptable. That's fucking crazy. I don't care how long it's been. But something like this is like, no, man, but I like it. I like his songs. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I like his songs. How's that an excuse? Anyway, um, we got emails. Let's do those. Uh, we're making good time here. Might be able to wrap it up by one. Uh, Francine writes in, love the show. Hey, Rod and Karen, I was listening to, to episode 321. Rod said he didn't know what GHB was. Well, pretty much, it's liquid ecstasy, mostly used as a date rape drug. Gamma hydroxy... Well, where's Ashley the scientist? I know, right? <laughs> Ashley, we need your help, honey. Help! Gamma hydroxy butyric acid, or a neuroprotective depressant drug that is illegal in a lot of countries. I listen to my on my iPod, and I'm always laughing. Keep up the excellent podcast. Well, we will. Thank you. There's no problem, Francine. That's what we're here for. Uh, this email is entitled, I am with the professor... Damn, Rod, did you have to go in so hard on James and Florida Evans? Oh, finally someone <laughs> agrees with Professor LCH. I was waiting for it because I was like, because like, I guess people are just getting to that episode. Yeah, a lot of people are, yes. My mentions have been blown up. up. Yes, they have. Like, I was retweeting. I was like, ooh, Professor LCH can't be liking these people. That's like, those Florida Evans voices was good. <laughs> that, that is some good comedy. That was some great stuff, Rod. Keep up yeah, good work. Like she's someone shaking their head, like these motherfuckers. <laughs> no respect the first lady of black TV. <laughs> um, did you have to go in so hard on Fl- Flor- Jays of Florida Evans? I agree with Professor LCH. You guys crossed the line when you just good times. Smiley face. Well, I don't know if he's as serious as she was. She wasn't no smiley faces in that email. Oh no, she had frowny faces. I grew up in, I grew up watching Good Times and enjoy watching the show every week. And you guys have made it so that I can never watch the show again without picturing James choking out Florida. <laughs> By the way, do y'all think his hands were big enough to get around Florida's thick ass neck? Mm-mm. Oh, he's just trolling Professor LCA. She don't agree. <laughs> he laughing. Great show as usual. Oh, Derek. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Professor LCA had a, had an ally. Um, uh, Lazy Weekend, also from Fran- Francine. Hey, Rod and Karen, you guys are great. In the- oh, you guys are great in Tony Tiger voice. Thank you. It's Francine Jean from Cali. Sorry for the long email. I'll- well, you have no idea. This is a short email. I'm watching one of my favorite shows on Hulu called Silk Stockings and listening to you guys during commercial breaks. It's crazy when you go back and watch old shows and realize some interesting things. This show took place in San Diego, not Palm Beach. Oh, Florida. Laughing my ass off. Sorry, chill. I'm listening to episode 309. I feel you on buying stuff on eBay and Craigslist. People ain't shit for real. I have a suggestion. If you guys have Bed Bath & Beyond in your area, sign up to be on their mailing list receipt, uh, to receive 20% off coupons. You can buy all kinds of new shit. Keep the receipt. Take it back if you're not satisfied. Hey, you are the customer and you are always right. And we are always right. One... <laughs> Once again, once gone, uh, once again, sorry for the long email. Pure entertainment. P.S. Rod, physics is used in the field of radiology. 
Oh, you know how everybody's a radiologist, so. <laughs> uh, your new faithful listener, Francine. Thank you, Francine. I know, right? Rachel, the cheese, official cheese eater of the podcast yes, says, she is. Hey guys, just want to say, hey, chill. I am right there with you on Rise Devil Advocate thing. I am so far behind on your show. I feel dumb commenting on stuff I'm hearing. Now listen to episode 319 after the fire. Anyways, love you guys. Love your show as always. Well, Devil's Advocate. That is a terrible email. Oh, it's Devil's Advocate. I don't mean it, Rachel. Ah! Uh, hi, Rachel says. Episode 321. LOL, Rod's white girl impression is freaking perfect. It's just, it's just the baby with the ice cream cone. It was just the baby. I mean, it should have had a bottle. <laughs> oh, oh, and the white girl voice. It was just a baby. That, that shit. It was just a baby. It's had an ice cream cone. Uh, that white girl who stole the Girl Scout money, all I could do is shake my head. What a stupid little bitch. Jesus. <laughs> she went in harder than we did. She's right, though. Also, that picture of the bugs is awful. Well, it's a picture of House Centipede and Phil Centipede. It's, I didn't know what else to do, guys. Um, so I, I had to do something with it. Uh, so I did what I could. Did what I could. All right. Tra- Tariq R. Davis says, Christmas addicts troll hunter and he sends us a youtube video i saw i checked it out and it was pretty good man um it's it's like uh a joke on the whole uh abe lincoln vampire hunter Mm -hmm. but it was christmas addicts hunting trolls and he like did some some photoshop (laughs) with his face on some movie footage it's pretty funny pretty funny man i'll put it on the uh, youtube page and share it to everybody man Uh, he says i'm a big fan of your podcast and your call-ins to uh, this week in blackness. I re- recently made a video, Christmas Addicts Troll Hunter, that's part of a spoof of Abe Lincoln Vampire Slayer, and <laughs> he tanked that. <laughs> yes, he did. Ain't it Vampire Hunter? <laughs> yeah. He, okay. He can find that Buffy. With that, with that, <laughs> he probably just got Lincoln. finished watching Buffy. Yeah. It was Angel. Is Angel in this? <laughs> he combined them two things man that's that's a tank who uh actually i think was asking or actually yeah that that's a tank. tank like every abe lincoln vampire slayer when it's really able abe lincoln uh vampire hunter uh is the name of that movie so like since he's did that then the, the interesting part is figuring out how he got to the tank and if he was here i would correct him and then we will see the other part of the tank that's good how you handle it's how they handle it Cause they'd be like, whatever it's called or something like that. That's even, that makes it even funnier. Cause then you get to be like, nope, you fucked it up. And you trying to act like it don't matter. Not my silly ass. I'll even say it. I'll tank it and be like, damn it, I tanked. Yeah. So yeah, Abe Lincoln, Vampire Slayer. I guess, uh, I guess, uh, Xander and Cordelia is going to help him. Help them free the slaves. Yes. Uh, and part of, it's part about online game, gaming, racist internet troll commentary that you might enjoy in part, uh, cause of your new Twitter hang, handle. Uh, it's, it's five minutes long. Um, thank you for the funny take on pop culture. All the best, Tariq. Yo, Tariq, I will put that on the page. I'm, I'm saving that and I will, I will get it on the page cause I think, I listened to it. I thought it was really funny. I, I watched you. it and I thought it was really funny. Aaron says, what up, Rod and Karen, regarding episode 321? I'm behind and catching up, so please forgive me for my lateness that I would even show up for this fake shit. <laughs> Kanye. I wanted to comment on the use on the used game selling discussion. I'll try to keep it short, entering nerd mode. 
I wholeheartedly agree with you. I've never been a PC gamer, but as far as digital sales, console games, companies and manufacturers have a lot of catching up to do. Granted, it's an inevitability that gaming will go digital. If you look at Steam, it's a great example of how digital sales should be. You constantly have sales. Uh, by the way, Aaron, next time you send in a long email, let's add some spaces between the paragraphs. That are like just one block. Yeah, I don't <laughs> feel like I'm going to get lost in this shit. Uh, he was like, you don't have to read this on the show. And I was like, I, I probably shouldn't. Because this shit going, I'm going to get confused. Anyway, you constantly have sales on new games. This week is the first time I've ever seen a sale on games on demand. I'm glad you brought up games on demand versus GameStop. I get so annoyed seeing games on there that are more expensive than retail used. Doesn't that defeat the purpose? Right. I agree with you. Um, I think that, and that happens a lot. I'll go on Xbox and be like, oh man, you know, I would like getting Need for Speed Most Wanted. And it's, uh, you know, you know, I know if I go to GameStop, it'll be used and it'll be like $20. But I go on Xbox Live and look for the digital game and it's like $40. I'm like, why would anyone do this? That's right. Like, you're not even being competitive. Like, you're not even fucking thinking. This is way easier than going to the store if it costs about the same. It's if, not if it, you know, if it's going to cost me 20 more dollars, then I'll cake my ass to the store. And I think um, when we talk about when it, when um, everything turns uh, digital, which I know that, like you said, I, I think that time will come. Also, I think that people would be a lot more selective in the bullshit they buy. Like, mm. like stuff that's bullshit, it's not going to move if people are going to pay $40 for it. Right, because you're not going to be able to resell it. So it's nope. like, I, I'm paying the real $40 for this, so yep. it better be good. That's right. That's a good point, Ken. Um... Doesn't that defeat the purpose? Why would I ever buy a di- game digitally when it's cheaper physically? As far as production costs, it should definitely be cheaper. But I think since digital distribution is not the standard yet, publishers feel like they can get away with it. Like Karen pointed out with the game manuals. Com- companies claim they don't produce them anymore for green purposes or because people don't use them anymore. But it's not reflected in the retail price at all. That's Mm-mm. a good point. When I was in the military, I always bought my games new, but being unemployed, I'm a budget gamer now. Though I feel that if it's a good game, you should support the developer by buying new instead of used. Same with music, so I'm definitely anti-piracy. If I could buy them new, I would, but if you got, if you put out a game, wouldn't you be pissed if you didn't receive any profit because people were stealing it? At that, wouldn't you, uh, want to start see a sequel of more good games from that developer i think a lot of gamers look at them as big companies that pocket all the profits but most of the times the profits are used for f- further future game development in the long run you're only hurting yourself with piracy now say what you feel about uh used game sales well, hold on, that's probably my, uh, should, oh, where do you think developers should see a profit or not? But my roommate brought up a good point I hadn't considered with used cars. You don't see Mazda or any car manufacturer coming up with half-baked schemes to profit off of from used sales. But it annoys me that game companies feel the need to punish gamers with online passes. Their belief, well, mm, I, it depends, man, because if you go to a car dealership, it's just kind of unspoken that, that's they're selling used cars of every make and model there and you know if you buy a you know a honda a used honda off the mazda lot mazda still is pocketing that cash somehow like they're finding a way to make revenue off of the used sales like everyone is making used sales like to me if you really want to make the car comparison it would be like if ea bought back all their like mate like somehow was like we're in the used game business so even if you bought a game that ubisoft made um you buy it from us and it's used then we make some profit off of that but they're not they're making zero 
whereas car dealerships can get into the resale business mm-hmm. like video game manufacturers can't so it's it's kind of completely different in my opinion um anyway uh on the, on another note um oh wait so he says you wouldn't receive any of our games you sell but no game coming field need to punish game okay their beef lies with GameStop and other game retailers i think if developers and publishers choose to attack other retailers directly say unless we see some return on used game sales you won't receive any of our games to sell used or new it will completely squash this whole used games debate and on another note i'm still unsure about digital games in general there are xbox live arcade games i bought that have been removed from the marketplace due to licensing problems hmm well, I'd like to know what games those were. I've never had that problem. Me too. I'm worried about ownership. When I buy a physical game, I own it. And it's my choice that I what I want to do with it. If I want to play it, resell it, or skeet shoot it, it's mine. You can't resell digital games. And a lot of older games have their online service turned off, so you can't play multiplayer. If you purchase a game, shouldn't you have access to all the features on the disc? No. I don't think so. At some point, if they decide a game is old enough that we don't want to support this anymore... Um, and it's a reasonable amount of time, obviously you determine what's reasonable, then yeah, I can see why you would shut the servers off, you know? I think you, if you're still playing Halo 1 multiplayer in fucking 2012, then something's wrong with you. <laughs> like, so at some point, turn that shit off. You pick up play the next single shit. mode. Yeah, pick up the next shit, or you, you play by yourself. The latest Capcom debacle with DLC content being on the disc, uh, Oh, look at, okay, look at the latest content. Okay, I know, okay, so he's saying if, like, hidden players and shit are on the disc, shouldn't you be able to do, get the players? I did think that was fucked up. Don't get me wrong. I thought that was fucked up. I feel like that's, it's dirty for them to put it on the disc and then be like, oh, we're just unlocking content, but all they're really doing is making you pay to be able to play with the other players. And no, if if it's not something where you can fight, you know how some games yeah. you can fight, you can unlock them, that's fine. Right. But now the online pass is just one thing, but when you limiting my character content, fuck you. Right. Now, I also want to know, are these players you could unlock and you just decide that instead of playing it and unlocking it, you like to buy them? Now that, now that's that would make a difference because yes. I actually think Need for Speed had a cool thing where you could win certain cars by just playing well and stuff. But then if you didn't feel like doing that, you could just buy the car and you can drive that car. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? That makes sense because I do, you know, I do have the access to challenge it and get that car now that's the case okay but if you're just like this is the only access to it is to pay i have an issue with that. that's dirty uh shouldn't you have access to it since you pay for it why should you have to pay extra to unlock content you already paid for to wrap it up i'm all for digital content so long as it's done right i don't want to see the next generation of game consoles being digital only and still being 60 dollars per game of or not having the option of trading the digital games toward the purchase of a new one please elaborate if i brought up any points by the way i'm gonna do a review of my roommate's itunes account i'll let you know it's me my apologies for the lengthy email no problem aaron um but uh spaces okay yeah and and something else before you go on the Mm -hmm. the issue that i have is when games go digital i think it's going to hurt them more than it hurts us because what's going to happen is that if your game is not a top seller it's not going to move people are not going to take the chance and people are not going to take the chance of buying a like you said buying a digital content that you spent forty dollars and that shit suck and you just stuck with it like so all these new 
people that they invest in and they try to get off the ground, it's going to be very, very hard to get new people to break into the market because they're like, hey, if I don't know who you are, I'm not buying your shit. So he sent some more emails. He said, I reneged on my previous email. Listen to episode 322 and y'all got it covered. Never mind. Isn't that nice? Oh, I mean, man. I read it anyway because I, I wanted him to get his opinion out there. But it's, isn't it cool that he's like, hey, I, I heard y'all on the feedback show and uh, you got it, you know? So I appreciate it, dude. And I did read it because I thought it was important, you know, get your opinion out there. Mel writes in, die, hood, rat, die. Hey, Rod and Karen. Oh, we got a call coming in. Let me get this. Yo, you on with the Blackout Tips? What up? Hello? Hello. Are you there, sweetie? 510, are you on the line? I will hang up this phone. Listen, I have a special set of skills. And you give my daughter back <laughs> skills that make life for a scum like you a living hell. I guess they ain't want to speak. Hello? I know. Are you there? Put her back on the phone. Oh, all right. Die, hood, rat, die. Hey, Rod and Karen, I'm a new listener that has fallen in love with your podcast. I found the show through a friend and it just blew up from there. Your show gets me through the day and makes me being in a cubicle, uh, makes being a cubicle monkey not so bad. Pause. Nick the Jew is calling in. Yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. tips. What up? What's, what's up? It's Nick the Jew. Oh, hey, yes. Oh, sweetie. You on, yes, the you on the call ID list, girl. You special. Yeah, I was trying to call from my house phone, and it just was not letting me be great. Oh, well, I'm sorry. We made we got a bit out of it. Don't worry about it. What's, so what's going on, man? What'd you, <laughs> Dang, what? I had y'all on mute. I couldn't hear. I'm going to have to listen to it. Recording, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I did my... Um, so, my while y'all are talking about video games and hootie hoo, we in the chat coordinating a club, okay? We're about to start the Grony Grown Club. What? Zombies. <laughs> The Grony Grown Club. Grony Grown. I can't remember the third D. But it's all of us over 30, no kids, have our houses, and we all going to just meet up somewhere and be friends. But what? how is Brent going to get in? Um, Brent can be grandfathered into the Grony Grown Club because he got that old man spirit. Yeah, he does. He's about 85. But yes. what about the official scientist of the podcast, Ashley? She's not even close to 30. You mean seven Ashley years? Ashley can be in the Grony Grown Club because old men like her. Okay, all right. And, and what she's a scientist. About? And obviously, um, I'm assuming pops. This is all to keep popsing out. Is this a, the whole reason we had this age limit? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what's up, man? What is there anything else you wanted to say? Um, yes, I wanted to say that I'm happy that I have my own title because at first I had declared myself one half of the official best friends of the podcast mm. but now i am the official thespian of the podcast that's right that's right i'm actually going to add that to your call id right now while we talk I like that. official thespian and uh a lot of people you know in the thespians these that 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 was trending right now so yeah uh-huh. so because you know thespians do it live yeah you know i'm still not sure how i feel about uh you know the the thespian marriage though you know same same acting marriage marriage. yeah you know i I have to say oh it's it's tough you know and america really hasn't come that far yet to (laughs) you know be open to the thespian marriage yeah we we out here you know I, i myself I don't really agree with that new marriage because <laughs> the schedule is kind of hard and 
a lot of flirtation and holism going on, but you know, yeah. I'm, I'm that inner subculture, subculture situation. Like so. when you see like two Thesbos walking down the street holding hands, <laughs> and you're like, ugh, is that Tom Cruise? Holding hands? Ugh, get out of here. That's so gross. How you gonna threaten my marriage with your thespianism walking down the street, yeah. getting in my way and stuff? I don't wanna see, uh, what's going on between Will and Jada. You keep that in the house. Ugh. Yeah, I need, I need these thespians to do what they do behind closed curtains in theaters only. Yeah, I, like, I'm in a restaurant and like, and, and, and two thespians walk in and then like, uh, you know, uh, we'll sit together and, and eat and then like they kiss. I'll go, sit down, Thesbos! Stop, and <laughs> stop threatening my, the sanctity of my marriage. You nasty Thesbians. Yeah, and they wonder why they can't stay together long. This is why. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> yeah, of course Ashton Kusher is gonna cheat. He's a Thesbo. At heart. Yeah, that, that, uh, showman's wife, that's real right there. You, every show I have a new little crush. <laughs> Yeah, I think his problem was crushing on anybody but his wife. For he's like, well, uh, he yeah. just woke up one day and was like, "You old enough to be my mama," and just uh, lost I'm his out. mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know, all the young women I could be hitting on. Right. Like they just they had one weird conversation and he realized he, he had made a mistake. They was talking and he was like, "Yeah, you know, um, I was thinking about going to see uh, you know, Kanye West in concert." She's like, "Who is that?" He's like, oh, I gotta let you go, Grandma. Like, you know, Kanye West, the the rapper, rap. So he raps Christmas presents. He's like, oh, Grandma. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna let y'all go. I'm just happy I was awake for the live yeah. music show. And uh, congratulations, LeBron. I'm just oh, hold basketball. up now, hold up now. Put the music on. Drop the music. Summertime. Hey. Summertime. Summertime. Yeah, he did it. Hey, you know what? You know what's funny? If I didn't have to do that show at one, I literally was going to end this show by pouring something on me. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's going to be too close a call. I don't have time to shower and shit. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. But I thought about that shit for sure. Well, I already started off. I tipped the beer over already, son. Yeah, Karen like, did pour some beer on the floor. But hey, hey, hey. You know what's funny? You know, I'm going to say this shit for Sunday. But that, that Chris Bosh shit was funny. I don't care what nobody say. Ain't nobody it that PC. really funny. People on my timeline try to be so politically correct. Like, you, you, you guys need to cut out the Chris Bosh's gay jokes. I'm like, I don't even make those jokes. But this shit funny. We're not about to pretend. My roommate is gay, and we and he like got sucked into watching the finals with me. And I was like, "This is the dude that everybody thinks is gay." And he was like, "Um, no." Yeah, I don't even think he's gay. I just think that dude is weird. And I don't Which think he's different. Awkward. Yeah, he's yes. like the nerd of their crew. He's the he's the awkward dude. I don't see what the, that's not. He's not. I mean, people make the joke that he's gay, but he just he just an awkward motherfucker, man. He, he always doing some uncool shit all the time. Somebody said he looks like that little dinosaur from the land before time. Oh, <laughs> he does look like the raptor that was on the side of his clothes in uh, Toronto. Well, y'all be easy. Have a good rest of the show. All I'll right, here make some breakfast. All right, well, have a good one. Thank you for calling. Thank you, sweetie. Oh, Nick the Jew, how we adore thee.
Yes, we do. Uh, where were we at? Oh, email. Um, so, okay. He says, uh, your show gets me through, uh, through the day. Um, and makes being a cubicle monkey not so bad. Oh, also, I don't know if this is a dude or a girl. It's just male. Okay. It makes being a cubicle monkey not so bad. I also love that you guys show your fans so much love. No doubt this has contributed to the show's success. Now, with all that aside, I really just want to get one thing off my chest from the last episode. Oh, hey, to Rozzy, shaking my head. I listened to the promo, and I agree with what he had to say. Uh, though female, and okay, so it's a lady. Though female, and I had my own reservations about the seemingly sexist delivery, I was down to hear him out, but I am sorry. I refuse to pay to hear someone else's opinion. I have my own, and they are free. Maybe I missed the point of this. Is he trying to make money, or is he trying to create an uproar in the community and create a vehicle for change? Whatever it is, he won't be doing it in my, on my cubicle dollar. Love you guys. Keep them coming. I will continue to thumbs up uh, each epi. Well, Mel, I will put it this way. At some point, everybody wants to make money off of what they do. Um, I, I don't think it's outrageous for him to demand money to listen to that section of his show. Um, you know, there's times where we think about how we're going to monetize this thing at some point. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll lose a lot of people that listen to the show if we make people have to start paying for certain episodes yeah. of the show and stuff like that. Cause, you know, people don't want to pay and there's so much mm-hmm. free. And I understand mm-hmm. we are competing with free basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I watch people that are in this game, like, you know start advertising and selling their product instead of just giving it away and i think he's just one of those people that's doing that now um and i I don't feel like he's wrong for that i I feel like if it's worth it people will pay for it but if you don't feel like it's worth it you won't you know yep that's what it boils Um, down to and there's no insult to that you know no it's not we start putting out a five dollar monthly charge for everybody to listen to the show um and you said uh you know what i'm not gonna listen to this uh where's my 40 acres it's free i wouldn't be like man fuck mail i can't Mm -hmm. believe that shit i'll be i would understand you know i would completely understand so um i think also i don't know if he's gonna create a vehicle for change i don't know what his goal is ultimately with that video or whatnot um but i also don't begrudge him for trying to make money off of uh Mm -hmm. that and he puts a lot of work into his product it's very Mm -hmm. professional very well produced uh written out like um so i I don't know i'm not gonna begrudge him for selling something Mm -hmm. because you know we sell shirts you know why would anyone pay for our face on a shirt you know we sell um uh, um all all, all sorts of stuff in the store we have we take donations like i can understand uh someone not wanting to, to give us anything but at the same time i would like to hope that um we've accomplished enough and created enough of a rapport with our fans that mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a mass rejection of like who the fuck do they think they are but i you know, know so i don't know you think he a nigga that should make some money i guess i don't know um but thank you for that for that email thank you uh father's day show 323 and die 324 from professor lch oh we got a two for one professor hi rod and karen regarding the father's day episode rod your childhood sounds like mine though i was the older sister with a younger brother who gave no dams either (laughs) ever (laughs) ever uh except except we loathed each other oh no 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 i hated my brother don't um not anymore but no 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 i hated rodney for a long time you know i love him as far as i will fight for him in the streets but uh i was not joking and maybe one day i'll have him on the show we'll talk about some of those fights because please you guys have no fucking idea how close we came to death several times not even i'm not exaggerating when i'm like someone 
could have gotten killed us fucking around in that house fighting each other it was ridiculous that we fought each other like that and i, I would just assume that's how siblings were but maybe i was wrong but yeah i've put in you know what i'm not gonna go into details but i'll see if i can get them on the show but yeah literally weapons have been put to each other's throats uh people have been passed out for a second like shit got real so ah. Uh, I learned years ago that my brother created a bit of an acronym for my initials. LCH. Learn to coexist here. Not even with her, just here. <laughs> he was always thinking of a way to break out. He always, lo- we always loved each other and to this day we still do, appreciating each other's uniqueness in a way we couldn't as kids. Yeah, I agree. My punishments were always cut by the sweetest of reading. Lord, if my father ever took away those books. Yeah, see, my dad never figured that shit out. He'd be like, go in your room and read. And I'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not punishment. Read a book, damn it. And I'm like, that, that, no, daddy, I'm so sad. That uh, Can you just if pass he, me if that? If he said sit here and do nothing, you, yeah. but you might have had a nurse breakdown. Please just pass me the uh, X-Men compilation. Thank you. Oh, this is terrible. This is terrible to find <laughs> out that Cyclops has a younger brother. Turn page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, sad, I'm so sad in this room to know that uh, Jean Grey is the phoenix. Uh, I was just like your brother, though. Um, when it came to my parents' porn, a bad criminal. I dropped pages from my mother's form mag on the floor, <gasps> leave entire Playboy pages under sofa cushions. My parents would always find my trail of breadcrumbs. I overheard them talking one night after I'd been caught and lied. Both agreed I did it just to do fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, was, I was a smooth criminal. I don't think I ever got caught caught, although I'm sure that Vanessa Del Rio was in that VCR at least once. hopefully he just thought he did he's like i don't remember my dad is meticulous though like my dad made me a good criminal yeah your daddy is on it it's not too much anything that bypasses him there's no story there's no lie i can tell my dad that is not going to be thought about and verified in some type of way so shape form or fashion like i was the like i was a kid that when i did lie i had every base covered like it was like i knew even to the point where i was like i just know he won't check this like i can take this lie and he'll just accept it and be like whatever like even if the like i was like my brother was the type of dude he would lie like uh my dad be like i told you be home by the street lights what happened my brother would say some dumb shit like street lights didn't come on (laughs) then i buying that shit yeah he he looking up at the sky going i see a street light right here right like and that's easily verifiable and we're still gonna get punished um me personally that's a day that's a type of lie i wouldn't tell like if it i might just come home and be like i i i I messed up you know what i mean or sometimes i would just hit him with the like oh somebody got in a fight and uh we had to do such and such the ball fell in the creek we couldn't get it out you know something like that and it's like oh okay my brother would just tell a dumbass lie that was easily verifiable yes dad be like but i saw you right there you could have <laughs> but i saw you why are you acting like i don't have eyes all right regarding the die episode loved it the chemistry of the foursome is utterly awesome and everyone's humor was great in timing and quality lots of careening randomness lots of loling for me which is why i got hooked on the show in the first place every person you run up in or let run up in you notice how that works for all genders and orientations <laughs> a relationship say that rod 
<laughs> oh yeah, because I was like, even jump offs are relationships. I don't mm-hmm. know why people try to act like that. That, that, that not. That's right. Dark Hater is right regarding the dream thing. I often fell asleep to the show. I will listen to the show when I have a little insomnia and wake up in the middle of the night. And I appreciate the insight he gave on cannabis, though I don't know him or his work, save what was shared on the black guy who tips. Uh, how wild was it to hear the deep bass tones of the Dark Hater say when I was watching the Powerpuff Girls? I know, right? <laughs> He's a very interesting, unique guy. Yes, he is. Multifaceted. No shirt buttoned up, unbuttoned look. Drunk ass uncle. Yes, Karen, yes. Yes. <laughs> that that cracked me up. Uh, Brutus. I knew something was wrong with him. <laughs> That's right. That dude's a fucking rapist. Or oh, he's rape. He's a rapist. I'm not even going to say rapey. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's some hidden Popeye cartoons yes, that don't have these happy endings. They yes. you take those out the air. I think they did too. Yeah, like just have Oliver with a black eye sitting around sipping on tea, or, mm-hmm. or uh, Popeye come home and she's just stuck in the shower or some shit. Like no, <laughs> take this shit off the air. Kids don't need to learn this. No, they don't. You let them learn from them LSD trips that they take <laughs> with, with Jake and his dog. Oh, uh, I love that adventure time. Too bad Dark Hater's greatness tragically screeched to a catastrophic halt at his die nonsense. But okay, and he has a woman now, you say? Pray for her. I don't think she black, so she should be. No, I just. <laughs> Are you stupid? Dark Hater gonna listen to shit like, nigga, you think you funny. I know, right? <laughs> I'm gonna at you. Yeah, I don't think she's black, so she should be fine. She's out of hood, right? Um, how about you separate yourself from those black men who make you look bad, player? The more he talked, the more I hated him. He covers his shocking misogyny and raggedy sheep's clothing of eye care. F your ignorant, sick, black male ego and ego and slave mentality and ingestion of white superiority, dark hater, because you know, I care. Oh man. Wow. She said, actually to be more generous and kind, I hear dark haters pain. He sounds so frustrated that males won't listen to him regarding their bad behavior. I said, well, that is true. I didn't think about that, but he has been a teacher. He has yeah, been so he's interacted. So I wonder if that's a good point. Cause I always just thought that maybe he had some issues with women and stuff. No, no. I know he's had some issues with ex with like his ex and stuff. So yeah. maybe that's coming out. But um, he's been out there and he's dealt with it and things. Well, like that. well, hold up. No, first of all, let's not, before you go on that tangent, oh. let's not dismiss that. There's, I'm not saying him, but there's a lot of men that oh, just yes. have issues with, with women. women. Yeah. And I'm, man- I'm not disregarding and They that. manifest it as this is what black women need to do. Cause it's also feel it also relieves that like uh that muscle of let me talk shit about these women so it's mm-hmm. easy to be like and this is why women are the ones who need to fix shit because it's up to y'all and i ain't got to do shit but sit on my ass collect the check and you know and it, it, all of a sudden it's like damn dog you looking like jody and baby boy what do you bring to the house i know it's so so i'm not saying that's him at all i'm just saying like i don't want to dismiss that a lot of dudes do that it's like or i had a bad relationship now with a black woman or something so you know, my mother, maybe like all of a sudden, and it's like these issues manifest themselves in these diatribes where it's like, this is one of the reasons that black women ain't shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's him, but that was the Mm-mm. first thing when I first started, started hearing him talk about this subject. And, uh, he's been on the show. We talked it out. You know, mm-hmm. I disagree with him about the whole, it's all on the women or the women can fix it and nobody I else would do. Really but, um, at the same time, I, I understand he wants a solution. He's looking to for at a problem that he's trying to solve. And he has tried to help black inner city youth, mostly males, 
through his teaching job and through uh volunteer gigs and stuff you're right he probably has seen it oh my god there's no getting through to these niggas yeah it's got to start at home and unfortunately the only people at the home are the moms so unfairly or, or or not unfairly or not only the moms can get together to change these kids that's how he feels like they gotta like it's up to the little girls to not fuck with these niggas that ain't shit to not have kids early and to get married and to have go to college and all this shit and it sounds fucked up because it's like but what about everybody else along the line that's a man that could do a better job it's like right i tried to talk to them these niggas don't help like that's what I'm thinking. He yeah, and, and that that was kind of my 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 point. Like he, it's not like he's talking left field at times. Yeah. Okay, um, all right. So, um, she says actually to be more generous and kind, I did hear dark. I hear dark ages pain. He sounds so frustrated that males won't listen to him regarding their bad behavior. I suspect he now believes that the only hope for our future lies in the women. Yeah, then that, I think that's true. The only problem, I mean, that's what he believes. I think that is what he believes and that's true for him. The only problem that this, that with that is that you have a man defining what women should and shouldn't do. Like women are children, like women need someone to define and limit us and our conduct. Men should talk to men. Men should talk to boys. Keep your mouth off of women. It's not manly. Um, okay. I kind of agree that men should talk to men and men should talk to boys. I don't think that men should be off limit to talk to women, though. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think, like, half the problem is that motherfuckers shut down when it comes to women both ways. Like, Yep, they do. Because the men that won't talk to women normally won't defend women from attacks either. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it ain't my fight. It's on y'all, you know. Um, So I think men should talk to men. Men should talk to boys. But I also think, like, if you have a daughter, like, I don't think you should just opt out of that. Like, I, I'm not here disciplining you. Don't, your mama can do it, but not me. No. You know, and and I think it's, uh, you know, if we transpose that, like, you know, it also kind of implies, like, that men shouldn't really, or women shouldn't really interact with men. And, you know, like, if we try to, like, flip it on, on both gender lines, I, I think that, um. It's good. I just think that a lot of men don't know how to talk to women and a lot of men um they they have like you said they have this like women are children need to be told what to do type type thought and which is insulting which pisses her off. Right. The problem for uh the thing for Dark Hater I would assume is that he would be like, "Yeah, I'm not actually talking to all women. I'm talking to hood rats." That's probably what he would say. And his idea is yeah, hood rats, I hate them, and I don't give a fuck. They're not women to me. They are fucked up people that need to die. So <laughs> Yeah, and I, and I completely disagree yeah, with that, that's, that, that statement. That's, yes. that's his feelings on that shit. Like, I don't think he's even talking about um, the, like, I don't think if he runs into a random black woman, he's like, yeah, she a fucking hood rat. But um, I do think that, um, like I said, I think he has some issues with that, but... I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. Definitely don't co-sign all that shit. Um, even though I can see some of where he's coming from, I just arrive at a completely different conclusion. Um, and also, you know, like I know that hood rat to him is like the insult of like the worst thing you could call a woman. Like it is like his. This is the scum of humanity. So I think that hood rat stuff is what he reserves for people where he's just like fuck them, you know. All right, Chris is right. She says sometimes it's too much and it's too intense. His father, his Father's Day card riff, hysterical. Yeah, Chris killed that man. Yes. Um, and Raj said it. 
when you feel like your life is a battlefield you're always ready for war why black men like dark hater keep fighting black women though long live the black out tips professor lch well i'm glad you enjoyed the show and um yeah and i agree with most of what you said too man i like i said i I saw a lot of it the same way i tried to just give him a platform to explain himself because i knew like if i was listening i would just want someone to ask the questions that i wanted to know you know and give the answers i want to know and i knew from his perspective he would want people to know like hey i worked in the community i you know i'm not just some fucking woman hating woman basher or whatever but i i was like you know make your case and then uh karen got to talk um and you know the first time he's actually talked to a woman who's listened to this and seen her offense and and exactly how she felt about it and i thought that was important uh derek says thanks karen good morning Rod and karen i would like to commend you karen for going in hard on dark hater <laughs> black women are constantly dissed downgraded and disrespected in this country they don't need the hate or disrespect from the black man i know that it is impossible to judge something by only hearing two minutes of it but he was the one who put it out the trailer this is what he wanted people to hear yeah i agree i agree um that's why i was saying like it works two ways yes it does uh, you put this trailer out and yeah people might misjudge the entirety of your argument but they might just but that's what happens when you put out something to promote something like it's like a movie trailer some people gonna look at the dark knight trailer and go this is gonna be some bullshit yes some people might look at it and go this is gonna be great yes overall 700 something people like it 60 something people don't like you know uh, people are overall are liking it but yeah you the people that don't are gonna also have a voice mm-hmm he said, I have to end this email because my thoughts on this are all over the place and this email will be 10 pages long if I keep rambling. I need to sit down and put this on paper. Understood, Derek. Understood. It's a very controversial t- topic. Toya sent in, I'm, I'm not going to be on my water pistol P. Jr. in this email. As I said in the voicemail, congrats, chill, and grits teeth. Mario Chalmers had a good game. Well, you know what that means. Oh, yeah, Toya. Mm-hmm. Mario Thomas had a good game. Enjoy this email and frame this bastard because you will never, ever hear me say those words again. The words you will continue to hear always and forever. Fuck Mario Chalmers. Now stick this email on a dick and suck it, the Generation X style. Hey, Karen and Rod. Hey, sweetie. <laughs> right. All right, man. Well, that's the end of the show, man. I got to go be on the insanity check in five minutes so um thank you guys for coming out the blackoutters.com follow us on twitter at rodimus prime say that again that is in d-a-t the show twitter is t-b-g-w-t the email is the blackout tips at gmail.com the phone number is 704-557-0186 and um itunes five star reviews uh stitcher like us share us hit that button facebook you know what to do like us there um and uh podomatic so we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow where I guess will be some of the crew, hopefully, maybe all of the crew, maybe, um, from Where's My 40 Acres. That's right. I'm going back to back. Woo-hoo. I got the podcast that, that don't like each other. I'm like, fuck it. We'll do it live because I'm making peace. I'm Farrakhan. I can't wait. Louis Farrakhan this shit. All right, man. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to bring up each, either, either of them to each other, by the way. Anyway, uh, talk to you guys. <laughs> talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace. Peace. I love you. You too, baby. Mwah.
Yo, listen. I met this girl on Baltic Avenue. Can tell now she steps on boardwalk. She was from Park Place. I asked her what she was doing on the side of town. She said she had some taxes to pay. I figured I'd take a chance and advance to go and find out more about her. Cause there's more to know than the way she sways and the way that she wears her clothes or the way that she plays this game. So cold. So cold. She says she came up rough and the yeah. one income house. Was not enough. Bed be nice. She go to sleep going hungry because her mind was always short on food and money. See, people used to joke a lot and tease her about her clothes not being in style. Dressed in dirty shirts and dirty sneakers, the finest secondhand town for me and to have. But now look at her, she got this game on lock. Anything. Junior high, she started working overtime, scrubbing floors or working on assembly lines just so she could help her mother out. And after college, they moved into Marvin's garden, and she got a job working at the city water department to save enough cash to move into community chest condos on Pennsylvania Ave. She fell in love with this dude named Ray, who was a small town hustler from St. Charles Place. Was known for always being in and out of jail, but the problem was that he was never on her level. She argued with her mom about Ray's work, so he was sent upstate on the same day that she gave birth. See the baby never made it; it drove her nearly crazy, and she couldn't take it. People find it hard just to hang on. You often find them in the same place complaining instead of finding a better way of maintaining. She could have bawled and cried, wishing she would die, and just gave up on trying. Instead, she grinds from the bottom just to make it to the bottom. Now she on top and she climbs.